0: I'm like hotter than average, take the average, I'm hotter than average, I'm smarter than average, I'm funnier than average,
1: I'm above, I'm an above average individual, I'm 33 and I look like young, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. shout out to the coach gang for being in here being involved and being active on this youtube channel i look a little yellow with shit here this is the free agent lifestyle podcast free agent like wait a minute this is the wake up show but part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel all right i'll get it together here i'm just surprised i look so yellow on the screen all right anyway Look like I got uh, jaundiced or something going on. Why do I look so yellow? All right, so anyway, let me check my, let me see that. All right, that was a little better. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building, man. The nasty boys getting after it. Uh, We're going to talk about this situation with Megan Fox and your boy Machine Gun Kelly. All right, Machine Gun Kelly getting engaged yesterday and admitting that they have... Uh, drink each other's blood. Drink. You can pull me a drink with me. I don't need to go with me. I got money in the bank. All right, man. So they're drinking each other's blood. Now, listen, I don't want to crap on anyone's parade, but um, you know, listen, people can do whatever ceremonies they can want to do if they practice some sort of wicca witchcraft, uh, demonic rituals, satanic rituals, uh lukewarm christianity i don't know i let everybody do what they want to do but for some reason this story called upon me in which i'm gonna be like this dude is about to go out wrong all right this dude this this dude was about to take a fat l and um i started investigating i started looking into their history and trying to see how did they get together how did they meet who is this person machine gun kelly because i don't really know that much about him And uh, I discovered some things that's going to make me it's making me believe this dude's going to take a fat L and it's going to be painful. All right. It's going to be very painful and it's going to be a hard drop. So we're going to review why men or simps and gums do a horrible job in mate selection. Now, we always talk about the divorce rate and the breakup rate. And a lot of times, men will overlook those things and say, "Well, you know, all I have to do is do right." And so the break, the the divorce rate is what it is. The women filing for divorce is what it is. And it's oftentimes the iceberg theory that that men don't pay attention to that allows them to make horrible judgments and mistakes in the heat of passion in their mate selection. So we're trying to fix this. We're we're trying to warn you. And when it gets down to this level, when it gets down to this level where you're drinking each other's blood this might be the death nail into your mate selection. So we're going to get to that. But first, the Super Chats. First, the Super Chats. And I'm probably going to admit that I'm going to say Megan Good and Megan Fox interchangeably throughout the show. I do mean Megan Fox in this situation. For some reason, I get those two mixed up. They don't look anything alike. Uh, they came along to me in the same time period. And so Megan Good, Megan Fox, Megan Fox, Megan Good. All right. If I say Megan Good, I mean, Megan Fox. All right. So don't be in my comment section. It's Megan Fox. You said Megan good. All right. Okay. Well, they're all the same to me. Even if you white or black, this is how, this is how, uh, this is how I, I am. Even if you white and black, I'll still confuse you. This is how bad I am with names. All right. Megan good. Megan Fox, same damn person, same damn body shape to me. All right. They, they shape the same. They might be well, might as well be cut from the same cloth. All right. So, anyway, uh, Elijah Bryant says, shout out to the nasty boys over here. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building. All right, the nasty boys. I know you guys, man. I know you guys.
0: Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. (laughs) You look like a freshman. (laughs) Yeah, man. Nasty
1: boys don't care, man. We don't care. We don't care about cellulite, tiger stretch marks. We don't care about 300 pounders. We don't care about them big old busted Pillsbury biscuit cans. We don't care about muffin tops. We don't care about soggy titties. All right. Nasty boys don't care. All right. The nasty boys don't care. All right. Listen, nasty boys don't have standards. All they have to do is be female. All right. That's hopefully that's the that's the only standard for the nasty boys. (laughs) Nasty boys like as long as you as long as she's female. She's fair game. Y'all be doing nasty stuff to them women too, boy. Cause you know most dudes that ain't in the nasty boys, they be like, "All right, I'll creep with you." So why creep? Yeah, just keep it on the down low. You know what I mean? They'll and then after they bust, they won't look at the girl. Nasty boys bust and still be doing nasty stuff to these girls. <laughs> oh man, Simon Small, nasty boy tuition fee. Shout out to the coach gang. Hashtag free agent for life. All right, shout out to the hey, the nasty boys is up this morning early. <laughs> the nasty boys are early today. Uh the Shadrali, uh, wait, the Shadow Lorian says long backed Gorditas and Shamikas. They all the same. All the same. All the same. All right. <laughs> Somebody says, I can't say that I'm a nasty boy member. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody's a nasty boy. You know what I mean? That's why it's a select group here in our in our in our group all right there's a group of nasty boys here all right sebastian says good morning nasty boys man the nasty (laughs) jesus nasty boys are representing this morning all right anyway shout out to the nasty boys all right Nadaso says remember that modern woman witchcraft stream yes all right um that was that we're gonna touch on that and i've been trying to warn you guys that uh, modern women today have really they're really participating in witchcraft and not that it's a bad thing, all right. I'm again. I don't judge. I do judge, but I'm just saying, you do what you want, but you should be forewarned that women are practicing the occult, witchcraft, magic. All right. Uh, they we've gone away from the the church, and so if you think your girl is gonna come in with this idea that uh you know the tra- the traditional standard woman, it's not that. And uh, they may hide behind these Christian Christianities and all this stuff. But in the background, they practice the occult. And you should know that. And and some of them are practicing it and not understanding that that's what they're practicing. OK, I've told you about stories of young girls that I know that are, you know, uh, school age. Don't ask me how I know them. I will refuse to reveal why I know them. But nothing's nefarious going on. You should know that. OK, I've explained it. But I listen to them, and they do. They practice with these crystals and gemstones. And on TikTok, it is very prevalent that, that these people are teaching these girls these things, and then they go out and buy these gems. I mean, I had some in my back seat. I'll just tell you, my daughter, you know, my daughter and her friends. Um, so I drive them around. Sometimes I get stuck on carpool, taking people to stuff. And uh, I listen to the conversations. I just listen, all right? And, um, you know, I don't do much talking when I'm in in the car. And, um, <clears throat> you know, the girl's like, oh, you know, they're cool. Hey, how you doing? Uh-huh. So uh, talkative. And then they get to talking amongst each other and i just be staying quiet, which is another trick, parents. If you ever want to find out uh, what your kids are doing, pick them up with a group of friends and just shut up. OK, parents always be wanting to talk. Hi, kids. And what's your name? And where you go to school? And what's your dreams of the future? That was my mom. Anytime my friends got in the car, she was just jabber jaws, blah 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 blah, asking the same like she was giving them a job interview. I was like, just be quiet. The trick is just to be quiet. But anyway, when you're quiet, you're gonna find out which girls do what. There's girls that are lesbian. There's girls that are practicing crystals and magic and and the occult. It is crazy. It is crazy. So you gotta you gotta understand that. Let's see here yeah some parent Hey, the, the dumbest parents are the ones that talk the most. If you're a parent and your kids' friends are around, just shut up all right just shut up you're gonna find out everything you need to know because they're gonna be they're gonna be uh they're gonna, they gonna be sharing stuff as if you're invisible because you're invisible to kids and teenagers like if you're an adult, you could just blend into the damn wallpaper or the paint you become invisible. It's kind of like uh, the the person that takes out your trash, you know the the um, the people that work in your office building, and they got that custodial uniform. You know what I mean? And they be walking around. You be like, "What's up, Enrique?" And then you go back to talking shit. <laughs> Enrique picking up every damn thing, and he knows who said it, what office said it. He knows what vent ventilation systems can pick up. What Enrique just be in the back. Picking up all the details and the information and he knows what the who's doing the he's he knows who the crooks are he knows who the embezzlers are he knows who the people having affairs office affairs doing he knows the CEO about to crash the company <laughs> he knows everything and the smart parents know everything when they shut up all right when you're around your kids just be with just be quiet. All right. And so I learned these things when uh, hanging around girls that are 14, 15, 16, and they're practicing with these crystals. I had this one girl. She kind of looked, you know, she was really thin, kind of mixed Asian and white. I can't remember what she was mixed with, but she looked kind of exotic looking. And she was already, oh, I'm a lesbian. She already talking in the backseat of the car. I'm like, this girl got to be 15. Like what the hell? And she was like, oh, I got my crystals. And then she poured out some crystals in her hand. Oh, well, this crystal and this gem is this, and this is that. And I wake up every morning, and I take these gems. I'm sitting there like, I'm like, this is who my daughter's friends hanging out with. I was like, you can't come to, we ain't picking you up no more. Anyway, so watch out. Modern women are practicing witchcraft. Some know, some don't. And I did a two great streams on this, by the way on the main channel by the way man i gotta get something going on my main channel uh my, uh my man anthony johnson just hit me up about something and it pissed me off right before i was gonna come on a on the screen all right shout out to anthony uh let's see here uh just bob bowman says uh these people really are vampires they really are vampires so they're see you gotta know what you're you gotta know what you're getting into all right warhammer says i got money <laughs> Yes he did. Nadasso says modern dating is witchcraft and 304ing. Okay? <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, Moose Hepner, simp GK coach. Simp GK. We're going to show you how well how bad he got it bad. All right, as they say, he down bad. He going to be down bad. Stephen Bunn says paying towards the CGA. Please take me out with the uh Speaking of when I was a kid, they had this skateboard. You know, I used to follow Thrasher magazine. You know what I mean in my uh, in my skateboard days. As they used to call you, you was a poser, right? All you posers, all right. Um, I used to watch this. Uh, I used to have Thrasher magazine come to my house. So one day, I am probably like how old probably was. I was like eleven or twelve. Thrasher magazine comes to my 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 mailbox. My mom picks it up. And on the court, on the on the um, on the cover, is a skater named Natas. Natas. <laughs> this is on the cover of the magazine. Of course, my mama's into church, right? And so she picks up the magazine. She like what? She literally drops it on my in my bed and goes, uh, "This is satanic." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Here it is right here. And I'm looking at the goal. uh, Yeah, that's the skateboard, not us. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's cool. He's cool. Little did I know. <laughs> mm. Little did I know, it spelled Satan backwards. Oh, damn. Didn't realize that. Hmm but no he was a legendary skateboarder but you know on the big ass cover on a on a big ass you know name on the thing and then i had to take it to the mirror oh it does say satan ah, damn <laughs> but so you know what i mean these things can leak into yourself you know what i mean so yeah she was really vigilant about stuff like that but yeah people know who he is people are talking about yeah he's a legend but uh you know if you don't pick up on those things you know, you get kind of swayed away into it. You got swayed. In. Oh man! Anyway, um, shout out to Jay Float. Uh, please go out and get some holy water, and don't involve these light vampires into your crib. All right, you guys got to be careful who you invite into your crib. Yep. You have to, you have to be, you got to know, uh, this is why the vetting process is very important. Even, even when you, um, even when you put your salami in a woman, I don't know if you guys know, uh, this is energy. This is a life force that you're giving to her and, uh, she gets energy from this activity. I don't know if you guys know, um, women get energy from you. You give energy to them. Show me a time. Show me a time where a woman has got given a man energy. All right, most women taketh away energy. Um, Most of the idea of you trying to woo her is to put out energy. This is why money, energy, attention, and time are about it. And then when you're giving off this energy, let's just say in the bedroom and you roar, you roar, okay? What's eventually going to happen is you're going to be depleted of energy, okay? And then she gets energy. How many times have you... Uh, You know, pounded her out into submission, and then she's, she's like this, give me more, give me more. She's up. You want to go to sleep? She's like, why you sleep? Come on, let's do round two. Let's do round three. It gives her energy. And so this life force, we have to understand that it's just not me inserting my salami in a woman. It's a little deeper than that. This is a spiritual activity. You know, it's a spiritual activity it's an it's a, it's a sexual transformation right uh as um as um as um 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 gosh dang napoleon hill talked about you're transforming each other you're merging each other together all right uh in the bible times they would just say if you had sex you're married you're marrying each other you're bringing yourself together and so whatever's in her soul whatever is in her body whatever is in her mind that becomes one with you you become one with that woman have you guys, uh, transmutation, did I say transformation, right? Sexual transmutation. Okay, so um, have you guys noticed when you're around deceitful, dangerous women, you bad things start happening to you when this woman's around and you're having sex with that woman? Okay, you're having sex with that woman, man, uh, and she's not a good person. Your life starts to crumble around you, especially then if she's casting spells all over you. You got to be careful, man. You gotta be careful i I didn't used to think this but then now I think this this is why you have to be very selective this is why the 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 religions warned you against these type of activities okay um they they warned you that look you can't just be doing this and that with these type of people because it will cause havoc in your life and you wonder where this havoc comes from it comes from you taking your energy and you're merging it with her spirit it gets into your body you get infected and infested right. Um, what it is. So we're going to talk about this vetting process. I was trying to get through all of these Super Chats, but um, let me see here. Uh, Let's do uh, a couple more. LaMell Jameson, thanks, Coach, for your hard work. I listen to you every time you're on, and I tell people to watch your show. Your wisdom is incredible. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you putting me on other people. And that kind compliment, man. Uh, Prayers and Paper says women will leave crystals and trinkets at your house to perform witchcraft on you Follow her footstep after she leaves. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you a story about just last night. Um a woman was here last night and um you know she was kind of dilly-dallying around, all right, and she had a bracelet. It was a fake bracelet. She had a bracelet. It was on my bathroom night, uh bathroom uh sink. I have a double sink. So it was kind of sitting in the middle. And I noticed it. And then she got dressed as we were leaving. I looked on her wrist as she was leaving the bedroom. I looked on her wrist and I was like, she don't have that bracelet. She don't have that bracelet. And she literally was standing there when I saw it. She was standing there next to the bracelet. She turned and walked away and left that bracelet right there. And I looked on her wrist as we were leaving my bedroom and I said, oh, you forgot your bracelet. And she was like, oh, as she walks back, this is what she says. You know what most women would say? I mean, not women. You know what most people would say in that situation? Oh, thank you. I'm glad I didn't forget it. See, if she really wanted to have that bracelet, she would have literally uh, said, thank you. I'm glad. Oh, man, boy, I didn't want to leave that there. You know what she said? She said, oh, what? You don't want any of your other holes to find it? That's what she said. <laughs> Yep. Again, clearly, clearly got it. Clearly, uh, clearly, oh, I'm going to call you. I left it there so that the next girl will see it. That's exactly what she said. She was like, oh, you don't want to let one of your other holes find it? So, again, that tells you that that was an intentional leave. It was intentional. So the conversation then was, okay, yeah, I was going to sell it. And then I was like, it's obviously fake because I would have sold it if you left it here. So this is what you have to understand. You guys think women are dumb. They're very intentional. They have instincts that we don't have. And they do things on purpose. And especially if they're practicing the occult and witchcraft and all of these things, they do things like that. They leave stuff all like They market the territory. Intentionally sabotaging. Yes, it, it is. It is stuff that you have to just accept. They're different like that. And then if you want to go deeper, these things are spiritual meaning. These things have meaning um, in the physical. Then if you want to go into witchcraft and and, and, and all that stuff, and uh, what do they call it? Um, if you want to go into that, absolutely. They'll leave these things around. Yep. Everybody, why do everybody want to know the race of the woman? Why <laughs> everybody? Why is everybody so curious about the race? I live in Southern California odds are it's not a tamiko it's a low percentage that is and i live in orange county it was a latina chick foldable 5 foot 1 oh lord um anyway and um another thing on this thing is uh a lot of times if they come from another country if they come from another country odds are they could be steeped in the witchcraft so in this case this woman was from honduras I think, I don't know if she was from Honduras, but her family's Honduran, right? There's a lot of stuff going on there. All right, there's a lot of stuff going on there. So you don't know this stuff. You think these people are just steeped in the traditions of Christianity in the United States. All right, no. All right, where are we at? Uh, Nate Bit says, Cleo, Cleveland, oh, you nasty for the NB. All right, boy, there's a lot of coded language right there. I don't know what you're talking about, brother. Uh, prayers and paper says a woman's tattoos will tell on them. Hash, hashtag witchcraft. Yes, study their tattoos. I know you don't want us to be like, hey, let me, let me, let me see what's up there on your on your tattoos. Look at their tattoos, and it will give it away. All right, they got some stuff on there that you don't, you wouldn't believe. All right, great point on that one. V Mad says, Coach, Coach Gang, the Bengals sending your boys home tomorrow. Nope, he says, go forgive. Be still, fellas. All right. Be led by God. It's the only way. Seek first. All right. Shout out to you on that one, brothers. And the Bengals ain't beat nobody. They ain't beat nobody in the playoffs since damn it, Boomer Esiason. All right. I know people are like, get into the story. Uh, so for the coach gang, we're gonna get into the story about the twenty-three minute mark. All right. Um, let's pop up your boy Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox. Uh, there they are, right there. All right. There's Megan Fox. Uh, if you guys don't know who Megan Fox is. Uh, Because in my in my in my mind, she hasn't done anything significant since Transformers. All right. But, you know, I don't watch many movies. Uh, Here they are right here. And as you can see, she's definitely in some sort of spirit, either the Jezebel spirit or the Lilith spirit. All right. I don't know what spirit she's in, but uh, they have some different type of energy going on here. I'm not judging. But it says right here, actress Megan Fox looks like she believes in love at first bite, having drunk the blood of her husband-to-be. All right? Not judging anyone. The 35-year-old said yes when rapper Machine Gun Kelly, 31, proposed. The pair made a blood pact. Wow. Wow. Uh, this is another wow right here. She is wowing in this po- in this photo right here. Uh, there they are in their ceremony. I'm book- I'm gonna play the video of the proposal, and as you can see, there were several camera angles set up, so it doesn't look like it was impromptu. I'm not sure, but it looked like a very ritualistic type of uh proposal. But again, I don't judge it. As gestures go, it's in the right vein. Uh, the couple has been involved in a well-documented public relationship on social media, and on uh, January twelfth, 2022, they shared the news of their engagement. The two first were seen out and about in California following Megan's split from her husband, Brian Austin Green. On January fifteenth. Machine Gun Kelly tweeted, I'm calling you my girlfriend. What the F? Now, again, we're going to read an article about how Machine Gun Kelly sees Megan Fox as a trophy, as most people would, but... We know Machine Gun Kelly is a celebrity himself, but he is treating her like a celebrity and he's going to treat her like a fan, all right? And it's going to end. We saw this in the previous story uh, yesterday. Um, he's more surprised that he's with Megyn Kelly. Uh, Megan Kelly, <laughs> Megan Fox, and Machine Gun Kelly is like, oh my God, he's in awe. Uh, this is not going to work out. Mm. Life imitates art with that one. He confirmed the two were official on social media account. Okay, so we'll play the video of um, the ceremony here. Um, And it says, let me see, where's the video? Oh, here it is right here. All right, so it is on Megan Fox's page. I might have to say fair use, but let's go ahead and watch. I don't know if the blood ceremony is on here, but take a look. So as you can see, there's like five camera angles set up. I don't know what's going on here. Five camera angles set up. They're going back for it. Look at all these camera angles. I'm kind of confused as to how this is an impromptu engagement here. Wow. I mean, you see this? She looks happy. She's enthralled. And uh, there she is, ironing board, backside and all that. All right. And um, is that her real hair? Let's take a look again. They don't show the blood letting ceremony, though. Uh, but this is the engagement. This is him on bending knee. Um and she submits to him by going lower. So as you guys know, that sisters pay attention. <laughs> Can you hear my dog? All right. So, I, yeah, my dog going crazy. I'm about to go. I'm about to go crazy on her in a minute. Uh, but she's flipping and flopping. But she didn't do that until I started. You know, people know things. Dogs know things. They know. Oh, he ain't got. He can't. He can't. Um. He can't pay attention to me. So I'm going to start distracting. All right. So anyway. So it looks staged. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know where these cameras could be hidden, uh hidden. But uh it is what it is. Oh, but sisters, I was gonna say sisters can uh take a note on this one. Uh if the man does go down on bending knee, get lower than him. All right. That was that was that was an interesting thing that I caught there. All right. That was an interesting thing that I caught there. So uh she did she did definitely uh go lower than him in the submission thing. Did you guys catch that? This is very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, see, she's going. So right there, you see that? She went lower than him. I I will give her a win. Let's go ahead and give her a win on that one. (laughs) Let's give her a win. All right. She went lower than him on the submission. All right. Not too bad. But why why is this not going to work out? Well, I'm going to tell you why in a moment as we find out why women have to work. All right. We're going to find out how how women have to work. And then
0: you want to pay your bills. You want to pay rent. You want to get Starbucks. You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries. You want to feed your cats. You want to watch Netflix. You better work, bitch.
1: All right. You guys heard that. <laughs> you guys heard me tell. her. All right. So anyway, you better work, chick. You got her work, chick. All right, so getting back to the story here. Getting back to the story. Let's see here. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly reveals Megan Fox gave him a drop of blood. Why did she she give a drop of blood to Machine Gun Kelly? Now, this is what's going to see the simp in Megan. I mean, I'm going to get this wrong. Machine Gun Kelly, you're going to see the simp in Machine Gun Kelly. Check this out. Machine Gun Kelly reveals Megan Fox gave him a drop of blood in a necklace after he freaked out when she had to go away. Oh, my God. Now, this is what tells you he's going to uh, take an L. Some people give a handkerchief to their partner. She gave me her DNA. This is her his words. So he has separation anxiety. He has separation anxiety because he knows he's going to lose her because she's a she's a she's a notorious three oh four. I suppose she been in these streets.
0: In these streets.
1: Wow. This is, tells me this is not going to end well. If they're public, if he's publicly saying this. This tells me he's not mentally stable and he has a problem. He's he's pedestalized her so high, which, you know, if she was here on my couch. I would be doing what I need to do with her. But right here, he freaked out when she said when she had to go away. Machine Gun Kelly finally revealed the story behind the drop of blood Megan. Uh, wait, the drop of Megan Fox's blood he wears in a necklace, explaining it was a memento to keep while she was away. On Valentine's Day back in February, the rapper, mm. whose real name is Colson Baker, posted a bunch of photo- pictures to celebrate the occasion, including one that showed off the orb or vial that seemed to hold a drop of blood. Why did that happen? And now in a recent interview with Ellen Degenerate, the 31 year old explained that Megan actually gave him a drop of blood to keep while she was away filming a new movie. Oh, I put a spell on you. I mean, some people give, all right, we already got that. And uh they're any couple that takes this many pictures together, I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, because I was doing trying to get pictures from my thumbnail and they took way too many pictures together. All right. I'll be with girls for three years, not one damn picture together. All right, I'll be like, no, don't take no picture with me. All right, because you know when we break up, I don't want you pulling out old ass pictures of me together. And a further in a further twist of the story, they literally that literally nobody saw coming, Colson added that the relationship was helped by none other than Bernie Sanders. Oh my god. Well, this tells me that it's really doomed. <laughs> it says, "You know who helped me get a passport? Bernie Sanders." <laughs> I haven't even talked to him since this happened. Thank you to Bernie. Uh, Sanders team for that what the hell was that we got some witchcraft going on in my house I can't even imagine what that was right it wasn't the dog (laughs) unless the dog broke out somebody broke in my house it says thank you to the Bernie Sanders team for that. I made it to Bulgaria and the relationship's going strong. So thank you so much. Yeah, this it says right here, Megan and Colson's intense relationship have been the talk of the celebrity news cycle, et cetera, et cetera. Where's the blood information here? There they are again. There they are again. Like they're in high school. Um, here's those. There goes uh there goes my heart manifesting outside of my body, draping in the towers, towering silhouette of the most unusually handsome boy. She calls him an unusually handsome boy. She wrote in a Valentine's Day post, the journey will likely be perilous, but there's no destination without him. Happy Valentine's Day. Rehab, Barbie. Mm. This is getting deep. And in a joint interview published last July, Megan described the pair... As twin flames, explaining that they were two halves of the same soul. The 34-year-old actor revealed, I said that I said that to him almost immediately because I felt it right away. Ay, 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 holy mackerel. All right. Is there anything more I can add to this? Yes, there is. There, there is. I I here it is right here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, where is it? Uh, let's see. I think this is the one. Did I do it? Oh, here it is, right here. This is the. This is the. Um, uh, you treat her like a celebrity, she's gonna treat you like a fan. She treat you treat her like a celebrity, she's gonna treat you like a fan. So she called him an unusually handsome boy. That's how she describes him. He says Megan Gun. Wait, Machine Gun. I'm about read- Machine Gun Kelly had a huge poster of Megan Fox in his bedroom when he was in high school. Talk about manifesting your love. hi yay yay. There they are again. Back in 2008, millions of teenage boys had Megan Fox's poster on their wall, daydreaming of the day when they would be together. This is going to be a disaster. While most of them stayed uh, stayed fantasies, there was a teen in Cleveland by the name of Colston Colson Baker That would one day make all of his dreams come true. Nope. Uh, Including the woman on the poster. That's right. Machine Gun Kelly had his future girlfriend's poster on his bedroom wall when he was in high school. But it doesn't stop there. One classmate recalls uh, recalls him vowing he would marry her one day. I'm sure a lot of young boys said that. So he treats her. He pedestalizes her. Right. This is a once a lifetime opportunity for him. Um, and so he's not in his masculine. He's not in his right mind in this relationship. Right. She's leading him and he. Uh, she's older than him. Um, this happened to Janet Jackson. This happened to Mariah Carey, where in their older years, rich men were able to buy their trophiness, And um, it will literally um, it literally ended in disaster. All right, Wellesley Laurie, an old high school friend of MGK's, interviewed the singer for GQ and said he knew him as the lanky white boy roaming the halls in bulky yellow headphones carrying a CD player and a dream. Years later, MGK told Laurie, you know what that dream was? It was exactly what happened to me this weekend, which was to go on an award show, shut down the carpet, go on stage and accept the award. But it wasn't the award MGK loves being in the spotlight with. Fox dominating tabloids so yeah he's parading her around I it is what it is all right and so a lot of guys will get in that situation this happened to Boyce Watkins this also happened to um uh Megan good and and hit and and her husband and most of the time these things don't end very well all right so mgk's love for Fox goes back to her Transformer days when she stole everyone's hearts yeah I mean I th- that's gonna be the one thing that that um, Megan Fox is going to be remembered for. There was another clip in here that I wanted to, there they are again, taking pictures in the mirror, bro. I mean, guys, do you guys take this many pictures with your girl? Do you guys, what the heck? Oh, Megan, yeah, uh, Will Smith did the same thing. Um, I know people are saying, well, don't you have a heart, coach? I mean, it's not that bad. This, This could work out. No, 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 no! It's not gonna work out. Here it is, right here. Uh, despite this, over oh, here is right here. This is Megan. This is Megan Good speaking on romance, a once in a lifetime thing. It's not gonna last. All right, it is what it is. But I wish them the best. She says, "I looked into his eyes and I felt the most pristine, most gentle, most pure spirit." Fox egg of Kelly in a nylon. Magazine interview. My heart shattered immediately, and I just knew that I was effed. Speaking to okay, so here's what's here's the problem with this. If she loses the romance, it's done. If she loses the heart, it's done. There's nothing else. There's nothing else connecting there. Soon as her feelings change, I'm not happy. <laughs> somebody says I want her soul. He got her soul. Speaking to the magazine, pop describe the relationship as a a once-in-a-lifetime thing, noting they have a connection of mythic proportions. Boy, this is going to end bad. (laughs) Loving him is like being in love with a tsunami or a forest fire. The intensity of merging with him is just overwhelming, and the threat it poses is so powerful but so beautiful that you have no choice but to surrender with reverence and with gratitude. This is, this is going to end bad. (laughs) Wow. All that has to change is this feeling. I don't want any woman to have this feeling towards me. All right. Nah, 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 because it's going to be too much. And not only that, a 35 year old woman that's been married and pushed out three kids is feeling this. Mm. This is a phase. Oh man, the transformer star who appeared in Kelly's recent Blood Valentine music video also talks about her 30-year-old boyfriend's boy bad boy image. This is might be what she's attracted to, saying she is saying she sees it as a genuine extension of a very real rage and a very deep pain and a way of hiding himself from himself and from the rest of the world. Mm. Kelly also speaks about becoming more grounded since starting his relationship with Fox. He says, finding someone that can take you out of the fast lane and make sure that you're safe because at any minute you can crash. I love that I can evolve in, uh, into that. Um, despite this Fox wants to make it clear that she's not trying to change her man. There was never an attempt to control him on my end. It's more that he looks to me, to avoid his own self-destructive tendencies. And that, and that's where I'm useful because on his own and left to his own devices, I don't know how much interest he has in caring for himself. Yeah, this is going to be bad. Because if they break up, this dude's going to go berserk. This dude's going to go berserk, fam. Oh, my God. All right, so uh, listen, I know everybody's been in love this way. One more thing, and I want to look up here, and then we'll go into the super chats. This is a blended family, so this is more of the shady bunch coming up here. Megan Fox has three kids by Brian Austin, uh, Brian Austin Green, Austin Brian Green, Brian Austin Green. So she has three, she has three children she's bringing into this marriage, and Machine Gun Kelly has a daughter, uh, in which Machine Gun Kelly. Was married to a sister, you've been on oh my mind. I don't think they were married, but um, they definitely produced a child, all right, and uh, now they have a mixed breed, sister, you've been on oh my mind. you see right there? So, um, um, her name is Emma Cannon, I'm not sure, uh, but yes, uh, Megan Fox has three children. All right, by Brian Austin Green. One, two, and three. We don't talk about the children. That's why their face are hidden right there. And so Brian Austin Green got that first. All right, Brian Austin Green from uh, Beverly Hills 910210 fame, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And so, yeah, sisters was winning, but she uh took that L, and now they're together right there. So let's do these super chats. Oh, she not black? What? Mm. She not black. Oh. Damn, I can't, I don't know who's black these days. I can't even call it. Uh, she's not black. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Black is black is a mindset. It has nothing to do with the skin your color and your skin. You can be black and be full out on pale. All right, at this particular point. I mean, um, she blacker than Kamala Harris. <laughs> right? She's blacker than Kalama, Kamala, Kalama, Kalama Harris. Wait, this woman not black, not, not a black woman. All right, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I don't know, man. <laughs> she Obama black. That's what KM, KM, KM Low said. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at? Uh, I got to get in here. I got to get in here, figure out where I am. Uh, here it is right here. Uh, ACDC says MGK is mega gump king. Mega gump king. He's not looking too good here. He's not going to come out very well from this one. And then if they break up, it's going to be bad. Mr. DG 456 why does this remind me of the Su- Sierra video what what video does that remind you of sierra video um is this what the promise video i only see i've only seen really one sierra video or oh i or i know what you're talking about the one where where he recorded her doing the booty pop that one yeah they always come in some weird place. Miles Chumley says another bitter RP about women is that they are not hardwired for moral and respect. They are hardwired for survival. They will let people do bad things to them. They This is true. And this is why most of them come from bad situations, bad relationships and such. And then um they don't know how they ended up there. How did I end up here? And I was so in love. And w- what happened? All right. What happened?
0: What happened?
1: Uh, they, they're they not built for vision. They're not built for what's going to happen in 20 years. And what steps could I, I take now to get me there in 20 years? They're not hardwired for that. They're hardwired for uh, in the moment. This is why they like to be. Uh, and ladies, I'm teaching you something about yourself. This is like why they want to be spontaneous about things. I want to spontaneously be, be uh, invited to dinner. And I want you to spontaneously buy me a, a person, buy me a dress. All right. And then tell me where to meet and then spontaneously have airline tickets and have me show up and go fly to a destination. Well, you can do that. However, most men have to make something happen and plan excessively to do something like that, meaning they have to look at their budget. They have to pay for the tickets and have them advance. You know what I mean? Put your name on there so your government name is there so you can get through the gate. Uh, they have to know your dress size in order to buy it and put it out. You know what I mean. We have to do have reservations, have the limo pick us up. It ain't spontaneous. It's spontaneous to you, but it ain't spontaneous to him. Okay. Anybody, nobody can do that. Have a weekend bag packed so we can just put it in the car, drive down the highway in a convertible, show up to the hotel, and have the reservation. That's spontaneous to you. All right. That was lack of spontaneity because then what's going to happen? He's going to plan all that. Oh, I can't come tonight. Mm. Oh, I won't make it to the airport in time. All right. He didn't bought all the tickets. You know what I'm saying? We got to go on a motorcycle ride. Then I'm going to drop us off and the plane will be waiting for us there. And then when you get on the plane, there'll be a dress like that right there. All right. And then there'll be a dress. You'll go in the bathroom. We'll join the Mile High Club. And then we'll arrive in Costa Rica. They'll greet us. We'll have a private island to ourselves. Oh, I can't make it there this weekend. Mm -hmm. I have something else planned. (laughs) Oh, I'm on my period now. You know what I mean? So, spontaneity doesn't work all the time because they don't make themselves available for spontaneity. Um, They're hardwired for survival. Yeah, they're very flaky people. They're very, I feel this way on Tuesday. But then when we set up the date for Friday, oh, you know, I'm not just not feeling it. Then they ghost you or then they become, oh, you know, maybe we can push it to Sunday. Can we push it to Sunday? <laughs> uh, we planned this on Tuesday. Why are we pushing it to Sunday? Oh, so these are the things that I tell men when you see these things back away. Um, And they're hardwired for survival. So meaning. They want you to be spontaneous, and then when you're married, you're spontaneous, you do something like that, then you're broke by the end of the month. Oh, we can't pay rent because I've made this thing here. And then they'll figure out a way to pay rent last minute, okay, which will require them to open their legs or
0: something. I got money. It's
1: crazy. It's crazy, but this is them. This is my understanding of them. This is why I understand them. This is why I would never, ever, create a scenario for myself like that. I would never set this stuff up because they're going to be flaky. I actually know uh, a woman that did that to a man, that scenario where the man and he had plenty of money. He was a, uh, he was a, um, he was a district attorney and she was an attorney too. And so she wanted to date him. But then the guy, he bought her tickets to Costa Rica. He did the same thing. He literally was like, all right, um, it's Friday. He calls her up. This is why I told the story. He was like, it's Friday, calls her up. And the reason I know this is because the girl I was dating, that was her friend and said, uh, yeah, Hey, get on the plane. I got a plane waiting for you. Uh, we're going to go to Costa Rica for the weekend or for the week, however long they were going to go. And then her friend was contacted my girlfriend at the time. was like, "Oh man, you know, She was finding a way to get out of it. There was no legit way why she didn't want to do it. Or that she couldn't do it. Like, there was like, oh, you know, this is disrespectful. I had something planned. She had nothing planned. She was dating the guy and all of that. Instead of telling the guy, you know, this ain't going to work or don't do stuff like that. What seemed like a romantic gesture, this woman's trying to get out of it. Like, he could just drop. (laughs) Like, he could just drop uh, Costa Rica take, I'll forget it. He can't find a replacement. You know what I mean? She, but she wanted it. She was like, Oh, I I like the gesture, but you know, I really don't want to go ahead. So she flaked on the guy Mm. and it wasn't for a legitimate reason. It was just, Oh, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. She flaked on the guy. Oh, I know the tickets cost too much. I appreciate the gesture, but I was like, god damn. I'm like, these girls cold, man. These girls are cold, man. And you guys gotta understand they're cold because they can be. And they in their worst situation, they will, they will, uh, no, she didn't have a better option. She didn't. She literally, well, she was dating two guys at the time, though. That I found out later. But the other guy had no ability to do that. Like he was a just a uh a regular dude, regular job guy. The other guy had money on top of money. Actually, we were at a club one time, and he had the VIP section. But she just was like, eh. Eh. (laughs) Anyway, Bobby Digital, the Super Mario, kills me every time. People be taking them L's. Yeah, it was Chad versus Attorney. And so... (laughs) That was one of the situations I called out with my girlfriend at the time. Um, because I was the guy who knew about both guys. And so, guys, when this happens, you got to question your girl. Question your girl because, like, like I said, I was dating I, my girlfriend, that was her friend. They both were attorneys. And then we go to the club one day. And my girlfriend's telling me everything. Oh, this guy's a district attorney. He's got money. He's been practicing. You know, he was in his 40s and these girls were in their late 20s. Right. And so he had been he'd been making his money for a minute. Anyway, we at the club, we enjoying our time. She's enjoying our time. Blah, 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 blah. blah. All right. At this VIP section, whatever. And uh, they pop in bottles left and right. So then probably about a month later, we go out to dinner. Oh, OK. And then I see I see her with another guy. I'm like, oh. And then after the dinner, after the dinner, that girl comes up to me and she was like, oh, thanks for being cool and all for not foiling my situation here. Thanks for being cool and not ratting me out, essentially. And I'm like this here. I was like, whoa. And so I went to my girl and I'm like, "Hmm." That's kind of untrustworthy. And she was like, What? I was like, Well, do they cover for you if you do something like that? <laughs> like, if 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 I wasn't here, are you with in another guy? Would your friends cover for you? Oh, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. I would never do that to you. <laughs> and I was sitting there, like, how would I know? How would I know? How do you know that you feel right? I want to know. How would I know? How would I know? Mm. I'm like, man, this is some bullshit. So I was like, mm. her her friend group became mad suspect to me because not only was I there with that, fr- that her her friend, three or four of her other friends were there too. And they knew the whole time. So I'm looking at the dude. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at the dude. I'm looking at her friends. And they just chumming it up with Chad. They chumming it up with Chad. All right, hey, Chad. Oh, you're such a nice guy. Go Chad. You're such a nice guy. The whole damn time. And I'm like, I knew about the other dude. Sugar daddy ass dude over here. I'm like, oh, Lord. I'm like, man, you, you just took an L. I was like, you just took an L in this relationship. I'm out. But they guys, they cover for themselves. All right. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that. Oh, yes, I do. That's all the evidence I need to see. That's all the evidence. All right. Now you just now you just literally gonna be a beat, a beat-em-up girl. You you bet you're on the practice squad now. All right, Porgy Jr. says men can't measure value. We'll simp if we think they're pretty. Nobody, never mind. She got three kids. Never mind, she's about to age out. That's his mental point of origin and it's sad and give him the buzzer. Give him the buzzer. So he's looking at the Megan Fox, the 22 year old version in transformer, probably the 20 year old version. I'm not sure. Seems long ago, but he thinks he's getting that version version of Megan Fox. And it's not John Ellison. I literally threw women's stuff directly in the trash. Then when they ask about it, I say, Nope, Nope. Haven't seen it. You left it here. And this is true too. This is kind of what I told the girl. I was like, if I didn't tell you about it, it was either going to the pawn shop, and if it wasn't worth pawning, I would have, I would have, um, threw it away. Somebody says, That's really a man. Oh, no. Emin Dante says, I have a female friend who last night told me about her previous relationships, Bad Boys Deluxe.
0: And that's you. He
1: says, Now the guy she is with, she said the words, I know I'd be safe with him, AKA the simp.
0: And that's you.
1: Speak nothing but the truth, and this is what she's describing of Machine Gun Kelly. All right, um, she had Brian Austin Green, which he was a safe bad boy, right? Uh, you know, he was the father figure type of thing. Now she's going to her bad boy complex, and after she gets done with him,
0: and it's gonna be
1: back to the Brian Austin Green, Adrian Real. Men are the main dish, 304s are the side, the mashed potatoes, kale, green greens, beans, potatoes, fried okras, onion onion rings, interchangeable, switch them out when a new flavor is needed. We are the prize. Do not forget it, fellas. And it's easy to switch them out when you have leverage. This is why I'm always harping on men. You better have some leverage because you can just interchange them, change them like underwear. All right, because the, the value is not brought by them unless you pedestalize and idolize her right? So she's a Megan Fox. If she's a Megan Fox and you pedestalize her, where's her right here? And you have her, um, and you go take her out to dinner and you're seen on, 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 with her on the scene and you're all of these things. That is a fleeting moment that you're using this temple right here. This idolizing her, which is, I get it. All right. But for those fleeting moments, is it worth Bringing this spirit into your realm for as a as a girlfriend or a wife, I say no. I would pay for those fleeting moments and then discard her or put her to the side, put her ass in the cupboard, and then when I need her, bring her back out. And then now I'll just say this.
0: I got money.
1: Um because this the energy exchange is not going to be worth it. It's not going to be worth it. I'm just letting you know. I mean, it's nice that you have access to something like this if you like something like this, but you don't have to you don't have to keep it with you all the time. You don't have to keep it with you all the time. Just use it. She has nothing to offer you back, trust me. Trust me. Believe me believe me when I say she has nothing to offer you back. Zero. Especially she's been married before and three kids. She has nothing of somebody. Call- Why y'all calling her a transgender? What? Megan Fox, really? Oh, man. I'll be getting deep with the uh, telling people they trans. Let me look it up. I'm going to look up and see if they said it. If the internet says it. He's a transformer. She's a transformer. <laughs> she's a transformer. He's been in Transformer. Oh, there is a rumor. There, there's a rumor. They're, they're deaf. Wow. Whew. I'm going to show you something here. <laughs> there's So there is an internet rumor that she is. Look at this right here. God dang. As early as last month. There's rumors about the transgender. Oh, my goodness. Is Fox a transgender? Megan Fox says she put the B over to uh. Megan Fox Lamb's ridiculous transgender rumors. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I changed name to Megan Fox, but it's nothing. Boy, I tell you. I tell you. I mean. So I was I was slamming the fact that people were saying that in the chat, but there's people that are already. <laughs> I tell you, man, I don't know. I'm going to say no on that, but it, you never know, man, at this particular point, I will say I'm going to say no based on. Hmm, let me see here. I'm going to look at the Transformer picture. <laughs> Transformers. Hey, All of this is a legend, by the way. I'm not saying anything. Where's the picture of her in Transformers? Yeah, see, you're going to have to show me. You're going to have to show me proof that that. <laughs> you have to show me proof. She's a little too slender. I don't know, man, to pull that off. You know, that would be interesting to find out, though. You never know, man. In this world, listen, there's nothing beyond. But I'm going to just go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and say probably Uh, well, men are better at being women than women. We, we can prove that for a fact. (laughs) So there's nothing that be, I mean, listen, it is what it is. Women are men are better at being women than women. Like today's people that are being, uh, invited to these, um, these these shows, these uh, the beauty pageants and stuff, the men are beating the women. I'm going to go ahead and say she's a real woman. All right. Let's put up a poll. <laughs> I don't want to put up a poll. Let's put up a poll. No, I'm not going to put up a poll. Uh, King of Space says, morning, coach. I don't see the cash app in the description box. Oh, man, I'm lacking. He caught me lacking. So what I'll do is this. Might not be a long show today. I'm going to give you guys the um, iceberg theory here in a minute. And then uh, Feast and Famine says, witches need a project to test their powers on. Yes.
0: And that's you.
1: They need a project to test their powers on. And they're always looking. Women are always looking for men. Um, have you ever noticed that? Women never really remain single. They get out of a relationship, jump right into the next one. And they're testing the seed. What happens here? Uh, Black Pill Medellin says, um, my empathetic, he says, my empathetic, I believe that is, empathetic spirit has protected me since a child coach. I was never a Tyrone, never had female friends plus natural introverts. Going on 31, I knew something was protecting me from the Jezebel spirit and the chaos. And this is true too. A lot of young men don't understand that fully because all you can think is you're not getting your salami wet. But like I tell you all the time, um, have you noticed the chads and all these guys, they they have to constantly be tested and put out or simps in general. They have to always have the divine feminine in their presence. They always have to parade women around. They always have to have women validate them. I have had 400 sexual partners look at this beautiful woman with me, right? Um, These type of things. And they do this all the time because they have nothing else to validate themselves with. And then they invite these spirits in. One of the best things that you have, guys, is if you're not strikingly handsome, if you're not tall, it's kind of like it's a blessing that you don't have these things. You think it's a curse. You're like, oh, I'm unlucky. I'm not tall. I'm not dark. I'm not handsome. But what you have to understand is You avoid toxic women when you're not that. I know you don't see it. I know you don't believe it. Just ask a Chad. Just ask a Tyrone. Look at the bull crap that Tyrone gets into. Think about it. Now, you know Tyrone gets his salami wet very easily, and that can entice you. You're like, dang, I wish I had that. But when you are six foot four as a man and you walk into the door, and you look like you could hold your own every cock-eyed bucktooth, overweight, sloppy, toxic, sloppy drunk, witchcraft, Jezebel, everybody everybody throws their attention at you and their soul. They're willing for you to transmute your energy into their soul. It's a trap. It's almost like at some point you're going to make a critical mistake. Of course, we would like to enjoy. These things, you know what I mean? Like I get it. I, you know, you're, you're like to go into a bar and have every woman throw themselves at you. It seems like a nice proposition, but you got to remember there's not that many attractive women that are going to be in a bar. So there's going to be a buck tooth knock knee, cockeyed, all right. Gap to smile, crooked face. All right. Saggy, titty, soggy. And you got to, you got to cycle through them. And then if you're leading with your salami, you're gonna make mistake, mistake, mistake. <laughs> Every Gordita, it's gonna be like, wow. My man dev the gamer says, Trust me, coach, I'm six foot four, and anything five and under is salivating with their legs wide open. It, it's I've seen it, I've been there, I've been around it. My homeboys, I go out, I look, and then just take breath women. Like, take me now. My ovaries are doing backflips. Seed me now. And then these dangerous spirits, you know, if you don't, if you're a nasty boy, you will literally go into this woman and she'll wreck your life. Ex fat boy lifestyle says, "I if I was six foot four, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be working. I would let women take care of me. Uh, there was somebody else that mentioned uh, being tall. Uh, Igbo K says, coach is right. I'm a Chad and it pisses me off when every female wants something from me. It's got to be, it's got to be a dangerous thing. And I know like men, especially black guys that are handsome, they go through this a lot in the community. Like when they walk into a place, every jiggle booty fat overweight. I mean, they walk into the DMV and them 300 pound gorillas. All right, be back there. Oh, hi, handsome. Oh, I want to take you right now. Give me your. And if he has no pipe control, he'll do it. If he's a nasty boy, he'll do it and he'll come back with his salami looking like almond joy or mounds. You should thank your lucky stars sometimes that you're not that guy. I know it's a hard thing to really it's a hard thing to really try to uh try to come to. It's kind of like, oh, should I really be happy that I don't have to deal with cock eyed women? Eventually, you'll have to deal with them, though. I'm just letting you know. If you're somewhere in the seven or six category, you're going to have to deal with them, but it's going to be too late.
0: And that's you.
1: So this is the problem now. Now at my age and my position in life, all right, where I'm stable, um, I'm a I'm a very nice guy, a good guy. I'm a, I'm not an asshole. I'm not the bad boy guy. So these women in their late 30s, 40s, and 50s, after they didn't have been ran through, then they'd be like, oh, you're a good landing spot. So then, then, then these washed up women are throwing themselves at me. So that's when I go, damn, it, it sucks to be in this position in life, seven and six area. When you're, not, when you're not eight, nine, and ten and you're seven and six, then you deal with the leftovers throwing them their asses at you. And then they think you'll jump to it. And, oh, he'll he'll bend over for me. He'll... He'll, he'll bend over backwards for me. He'll take me out to dinners, and he'll give me all the things that these bad boys didn't give me. And so that's when it sucks to be a 7 or a 6. Now, where it really is a situation, when you're five, four, three, two, and 1 as a man, you're really just like, you'd rather be 7 and 6. I'll take them. I'm a nasty boy. I'll take them. Fat, sloppy, cellulite, cottage cheese, all that, all that. We'll take it. Tiger start, stretch marks, soggy titties. I want it all, coach. I want it all. Big old fat feet. I want it all. All right. So if you're a seven and a six, you'll get lots of sloppy women that are washed up. You're not going to get prime women unless you pay for it. I got money. Right. Cause you're going to wait till you're 35, 36. You'll start looking, then they'll start noticing you. Oh, man, you ain't that bad. Washed up women throwing themselves at you. Mud sharks. All right. Big old back, back, black, silver backs. is going to be like, you ain't like, oh. But they think they're still a 10 and that you should be happy that you're getting her. Mm. They're like, you should be happy you getting me. you lucky you getting me. I only used to get with dudes that look like uh, Morris Chestnut. I only used to get my peace leave the men who look like, uh, what's the dude, James Bond, the black James Bond. That all the black women like, oh, I need me a man like the black James Bond guy. I'm like, all of y'all want that guy. He probably don't date sisters. He had to marry a sister just to act like he dated sisters. What was his name? Idris Elba. Yeah, I need an Idris Elba guy. What the? And then you look at her and she be looking like a silverback gorilla. Like, ma'am, you ain't never, but but in her mind and in her experience, a Idris Elba Guy piped her down. This is what you don't know. An Idris, an Idris Elba Guy. Gave her him sal- his salami. Pause. And so in their mind, yeah, Sharmar Moore, and and you're going. <sighs> Meanwhile, she got a baby by Pookie and Ray Ray. She got a baby by Pookie and Ray Ray, and then she'll show up to your doorstep, mud sharks and all, like pedicelize me. You lucky, I'm giving you this peace leave. You six, you seven, and you're sitting there like. And then when you don't pedestalize them, they're like, "What? You think you can run through me? You want to piss off a woman? Be a six or a seven and run through her like you are a eight or a nine? She'll she'll break your she'll break into your house. The one things that piss women off is when dudes that they perceive as lower value to them run through them and kick them to the curb and pump and dump them. They'll they'll tear up your stuff. They'll key your car. They don't key up the car of Idris Elba they don't carry up the car of Boris Cujo they don't key up the Morris Chestnut tight Tay- Ta digs all right they don't key their cars up they key up sevens and sixes how dare you this is what they do and so this is the plight of the seven and the six as a man uh, the average middle of the road handsome you know slightly undersized slightly non six-pack All right. So every man has their plight. If you're a five and under, you're a washed out guy. You're a virgin in cell. You, you struggling to get one or two women. You one blow job away from the plantation. If you are six or a seven, you're getting mostly throwaways and washed up women. And every now and then you'll get a good one. And if you got money, you'll pay for top women.
0: I got money. If you're a
1: eight, nine or ten as a male, what you're getting is everybody throwing themselves at you. And you're going to run into dangerous spirits right up early in your life. Odds are you'll be a baby daddy or catch an STD. But you'll pipe down lots of women easily. Just being tall is going to get you that. But you got to deal with a lot of toxic spirits. Toxic spirits. That's what's happening there. By the way, um, if you're watching me for the first time, subscribe to the channel. And we don't promote hate or harm here. We just tell the truth we just tell the truth <laughs> um where we at here Moron says, study curse of the bastards he says women who take their children from father uh from their father do this to their what the heck do this to their child is is the little spirit uh wound their child's ear them i'm not sure what that is but he says women who take their child from the father do this to their child yeah Anyway, the curse of the base bastards. Fox I Fox One Actual says, check out Megan's thumb coach. She has toe thumbs. Oh my goodness. Megan Fox's thumb. What is that? What does that mean? Thumb. Boy, they be messing around with this girl. They talk about everything right here. Oh, I see. She just got a oh, is that real? Mm. So she got a messed up thumb. Goodness. Wow. Boy, they they tearing this girl apart. They picking her apart. But ladies, uh, one thing, oh, by the way, I'll break this down. One thing as a lady that we don't understand about women. Is that we don't real we don't understand that they're they're saying she has a toe thumb here it looks like she has a kind of a deformed thumb so that's kind of what they're picking at uh, multiple sources are reporting that type of thing here that she has a jacked up thumb uh, it's interesting interesting stuff interesting stuff toe thumb wow I wonder what her feet look like so. One thing we, we don't understand about women, and this is why, you know, women are insecure, is that when even if you're beautiful like a beautiful, like a Megan Fox, you're going to get picked apart relentlessly. So you got to hold value. And since beauty is their main thing that they bring to the table, unfortunately, they're trying to change all that with job and career and degrees. Nobody cares about that. But beauty is the main thing that they bring to the table. So what eventually is going to happen is because that is their value, they're picked apart on that relentlessly. This is why they're always trying to, you know, wear certain hairstyles that they say are for them, you know, so we don't pick them apart. I ain't wearing it for you. This is her protecting her ego and her value, right? I'm only doing it for myself. No, you're doing it for attention. It's only in your nature, and it's okay. You can lie to me, but don't lie to yourself. So women who are in that 10, 9, 8, they go through crazy amounts of things to kind of keep that value up. Or right, I was at a restaurant last night, all the BBLs and fake titties and excess of makeup and hair extension keratins and um you know, weaves or whatever it is that they are doing that, even when they're seemingly pretty. They're seemingly pretty. But uh, you'll find the one thing you don't like about her. And it will destroy what you thought about her. Like people would say Beyonce probably has a, a breath problem, like that would destroy, you know, you would be like pedestalizing her. Then you would meet her in public. And if she has halitosis, you would be like, that changes her. It, it seems it, it will drop her value. Same thing as they're trying to say Megan Fox or Megan Fox has a toe thumb. That one thing will drop her value because you're expecting her to be perfect. Uh, Marilyn Moreau described this by saying people expect fireworks when they're in the bed. With her, And then when they have sex with her, there's no fireworks. It's just a regular woman at the end of it. And people will, uh, her value will plummet after people go in bed with her. And so really pretty women, their value drops like that if they have a six toe. You know what I mean? If they have two belly buttons, if they have, you know, uh, funny nipples or it, it could be any one little lazy thing, but it could make a world of difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, somebody got a short arm or a nub or, you know, they got a lazy eye or something like that. They're pretty, but they got one eye that's droopy. You know what I mean? It's something. (laughs) So it's tough for women when beauty is your main thing. It's like 65, 70, 80% of what you bring. And if you got a flaw, if you got a flaw, this is like some, you know, white girls that have funny ears. Their ears poke out like this. And so they're constantly hiding their hair behind it. But then those ears will be, that one top part of their ear be sticking out. <laughs> and then you're looking at them like, and then they pull, they wear a ponytail and them ears be like radars out there. They be like, and then you're like, what the hell's wrong with your ears, girl? Oh, hell. Mm. Or they have a mole, you know what I'm saying? A mole sticking right here. And they got two hairs sticking out. And you're like, damn, I can't, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't get over the mole. So there's always something that 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 they'll try to, this is why they're constantly trying to preserve these things and not get shamed for it, right? Or if they they got a pretty face, but they're a big woman. Damn, she got a pretty face, but that means it, like, you're like trying to figure out how to, <laughs> like, damn, could you slim up and be a little bit more perfect? You know, match your face. So this is what happens. This is the plight. Just the plight. Or they got man hands. Like somebody says, Coach Costanza, they got man hands. Or they have a deep voice. Have you ever tried that one? Or they talk ghetto. You know what I mean? She's pretty. You'd be like, ooh. And then she opens her mouth and you like. She'd be like, oh, N-word. And I ain't doing this. she started start talking hella ghetto. And you're like, and with a masculine voice, you're like, oh, my God. So this is what happened. This is the plight. Of being a woman who was an eight, six, ten, nine, or eight is that one thing could drop their value and plummet it so they're really protectful of those things. And what they've been doing lately is trying to use shame to get you to accept any of those things, right? All right, but if you're a seven and a six as a woman, you're you're in a situation where you got to throw yourselves at nines and tens as on the men's side. and then they'll do that mistakenly and then plummet their value by going back and saying, well uh you know somebody'll send for me in the end all right what else uh speaking my mind says hit uh hit them miss jackson if you're nasty i was going to do that actually i was going to use that clip but i was like somebody's going to catch up that's going to catch up somebody mentioned teeth yeah if they have crooked teeth if they're pretty but then they smile and then their teeth are all messed up their teeth is And you're like, whoa, actually met a girl like that. She's 27. Her pictures were like, wow, she's a knockout. And then I met with her, and then she opened her mouth, and she had, like, little chiclet teeth. Like, she never had braces or whatnot. And then for a minute right away, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. But I got to know her, and I got over it. You know, I was like, I'll just put something. I'll put something there that it wouldn't even matter. Mm. Right, London last says facts. I'm six foot four and muscular, get approached a lot, but the minivan shaped women are by, or he says, get approached a lot, but the mini shaped van women are the most confident. And I think because I'm a man, I'll take them. No, yeah, nope. exactly. He said, the minivan shaped women. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, so you guys got to know if you're handsome, if you're if you're a Chad or Tyrone. Um, most men that are big, six foot four, muscular, or whatever it is, money, broke and ugly women are approaching them more than anything. If that's what you want, guys, and you're a nasty boy, you're part of the nasty boys, just know that six foot four guys still have to work for top-looking women because top-looking women aren't the ones throwing themselves at him. It is the sixes, the sevens, the 49ers that are just making it easy for him, which it still does mess up the marketplace. The bow-legged, the (laughs) knock-kneed. I always call them the knock-kneed. That's a quality that mess up. And by the way, I'm one of those guys that will literally... um. I'm, I'm one of those guys that will literally, the flaw of a woman will jump out at me like crazy. Like if they have a scrape on their leg, soon as I see them within 10 seconds or less, I will find that scrape on their leg. I will find that cut. I will find that that, that bruise. It will jump out at me immediately. I'll be like, oh, look at her. Wow. And then by the time she even gets out of my sight, damn, what happened to her leg? Oh, hell. Mm. It will go. It will jump out at me now. And I hate it. I hate that about myself. <laughs> and I'm like, it wasn't her fault. She might have just scraped her leg against the kitchen counter or something. But I'm gonna find it. I think it protects me from just making, you know, be, being in awe of women. <laughs> it just protects me from being in awe. Because all of a sudden I would be like, oh, she fine. up. Oh, damn, why is her ankle so skinny? Ankle shouldn't be that skinny. And why is there a big-ass bruise down there? I will spot the leg tattoo. I will catch that shit. She got a tattoo right there under her ankle bone. Why? Why she got... It's all bad. It's all bad, guys. It's all bad. But it it does help me from throwing my salami down the gutter. And then I look at her back funny, because she'll know I caught that uh, flaw, because she'll look at me, I'll look at her, she'll look at me funny. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I caught that. Jay Play says, Coach, I know this is not the topic of the video, but you always k- preach consistency. Thank you for that. Yes, indeed. Thank you, man. Yeah, it was only so much I could talk about that subject. Yep, but thank you, man. Isaac Tay says, hey, Coach, where can I find the shuffling clip? I was going crazy last night trying to find that clip on YouTube. It got me dying laughing. It's a long clip. You can watch the long clip. It's on, uh, just look up Mr. Bojangles. Mr. Bojangles, I believe it is. And it's right there on YouTube. It'll come up probably one or two on the clip. I can't play the whole video, but I only played a little clip. Otherwise, let me see here, Mr. Bojangles. Let me see if it comes up. Um, Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe here, uh, Bill Robinson. Bill Robinson, Mister Bojangles. Let's see if it comes up. Yeah, man. well, it comes up number one, the Sand Dance. Yeah, the Sand Dance. I could do. There's like a three minute clip clip of it where he was happy to do some shuffling. I could do some shuffling too. Man,
0: I can do some shuffling too. Look wow, out, man! What you, you going to do? Look boys! is coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: Every, every rap video we'll look at in 40 years will look like that to us. He's like, Them Negroes was back there happy too. You see the dude in the back? He was like, Watch the dude in the back on the left. Watch the dude to the back left. All right. Watch it. I can do some shuffling
0: too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.
1: That was flavor Flav, you know what I'm saying? That was like the modern day, that was like the past flavor flavor in the back. So I'm gonna just let y'all know. Uh, like clips like that, that will look at flavor flavor like that. Like, we'll look like, what the hell? Like, we have modern day versions of this, and y'all think that stuff was just in the past. We have modern day stuff going on just like this, and we grew up in cultures like this. We're going back. People, 100, after we die, they're going to be like, how the hell y'all listen to Flavor Flav? How the hell y'all listen to, what's that dude name? Superman that hoe. How was y'all stanky legging and Tootsie rolling? Tootsie roll. Tootsie roll. They're going to look at, back at uh, our generation. Look at these slave ass. <laughs> Instead of shuffling, because they call it shuffling or shucking and jiving, they're going to be like, y'all Flavor Flav ass people. Flavor Flav on the hype tip. Isaac Tay says, I got you there. A Jedi says, Coach, I was uh, at the Home Depot and I busted out laughing when you were talking about uh, that Neo thing. I was, he says, I was butter. You need to take care of that, baby. He was, oh, <laughs> when I was talking about Abba, Abba, Abba Daba. He says, damn, that was a classic. When I was hitting them with the mush mop. You be taking care of the dapna, baby. All right, um let me see here. There's one more thing I want to show you. Uh this is the iceberg theory. This is why men get in trouble. Uh guys, patience is a virtue. Uh quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. Uh having multiple sexual partners is not something that is going to be beneficial to you long term. If you have access to it in the short term, yes, I get it. Eventually there's traps related to it, but we have to be better at selecting mates. If you're going to select mates at all, if you're not going to select mates, we get it, but some people are still going to lie down with women even if you pay.
0: I got money. You got to be very
1: critical, uh very very understanding of what's going on here. One thing I know about women today is that most of them have something wrong going in in their life. There's something that is eating away at them. Maybe it's a past trauma, maybe it's past abuse. Maybe it's failures in relationships because they're in and out of relationships constantly. Maybe there's toxic relationships. Maybe there's financial strife, which a lot of them are going to deal with. Maybe there's an emergency. These things you're going to invite in your life when you lie with her. Because these things weigh heavy on her mind. Uh, People talk about this when you consume animal meat. When you consume animal meat, this is why people go vegan or vegetarian. Is because after a while, they'll understand that if an animal goes through stress and trauma and when they're being raised or they'll go to farm raised or open raised meat, free range meat, because if the animal is being stressed and harmed in their in their life and then when they die in a stressful situation, you eat that stress. You eat that and you consume that, that, that animal spirit and, and, and stress gets into your life. It gets into your veins and it gets into your spirit. If you eat poor people food, if you eat food at allegedly fast food, in which they could be hormone uh, pumped up, meat, stressed- out animals, uh, steroid in, infected meat, you're getting that in your body. So it's no different than when you're dealing with people not just men and women, you're dealing with people that have effed up lives. When their lives are effed up, you're getting that spirit into you. You're consuming that spirit. And here it is right here. So, but in your pre-nut, you only evaluate women via if you can have sex or how competent they are in the sex department, which most of them, most of them are not very competent. They're just laying there. All right, and you're you're leading the parade. <laughs> you're leading the parade. You're the one pushing the legs up and pushing them around and spreading them. You're the ones doing the stuff. They're just there. They just offer their body to you. Uh, most of now, every now and then, they'll want to jump on top of you. Let me jump on top of you. Then their knees to get tired. They'll do that for about a minute, tops, maybe two minutes, and then they'll be like, I got, okay. There might be insecure about how the way Uh, You look at them when they're on top of you, right? They're like, all right, I want you to keep looking at me like that. And then I'll go back to lying on their back with their eyes closed. Letting you push and shove. All right, so. Mm. All right, but then we evaluate them on their attractiveness. This is the very heavy thing. How fine they are, how thick they are, or how thin they are, how prepubescent they look, or how overweight they look. Whatever it is that you like, nasty boys. So you evaluate them on this and then their age, age becomes a factor, right? Oh, she's 52. I'll do it. Nasty boys. Um, She's 19. I'll do it. She's not beyond the wall. I'll do it. She has left. She still has fertility. I'll do it. Now, after you bust a nut, then these things become less important. These things become less important. Because you've already had the sex. You already took the money out. The interest begins to wane on that. You start to see flaws. You start to be like, damn, I thought I liked the 39-year-old woman. But then after I busted, I could see her flaws a little bit more. After I had sex with her, she wasn't as competent as I thought. Or it wasn't as good as I thought. Or there were smells that I did did not anticipate be there. It's there now. Now I'm going to evaluate her differently. Um, and ladies, you do have a smell that we smell better than you can smell your own. I'm just letting you know. I'm not trying to be critical here. Yeah, or it was drier than the Sierra Desert. But we smell things a lot differently than you smell them. So you might think you smell pleasant. And you might think that you smell pleasant because nobody has told you you don't smell very pleasant. But men are smelling something that is not going to be what you smell. That's just how it is. And it's unfortunate. I'm not saying that all women smell bad, but after you bust, after you roar, we smell something. Mm. And most of us are not happy about that smell. We were not, we were ignoring it before we bust it. But after we bust it, we can't ignore it anymore. And it's proliferating the air. This is just how it works, okay? You might think you are. Oh, it smells okay. No, I don't. Um, Most of it is like we'll get past it. Attractiveness it goes away after you bust. So if the woman's an eight, after you bust, she gonna be a six. All people drop immediately after clarity comes in. This is just how men work. So I'm explaining to you how men work. You could be the finest woman in the world. After he busts, you're less fine. This is why they have the phrase, for every attractive woman you see, there's a man tired of screwing her. There's a tired. There's a man tired of her BS. There's a man tired of her, um, there's a man tired of banging her because a couple of things have happened. She's become less attractive to him. The desire is no longer there. He's evaluating her on her sexual ability. And then he also knows all these other things about her that every other man doesn't know about. And so he's like, all right, I'm tired of this woman. I'm tired of this woman. So she's not as attractive as I once remember her. Or these other things about her interfering with me evaluating her like this. This is why men run from you after you give them sex. All right, people think, these men, I gave him my body and he just left. Well, he left because now these values have dropped and plummeted and importance, and now these become valuable. Now he's listening to your deep voice, and he's annoyed. Now he smells something that he didn't smell prior to him fiending for you before he got between your legs. He was like, oh, but then he's like, dang, it smells too bad. Ah." Or she's immature. Or her health ain't all there, all right? Or she looks crazy, her wig looked twisted after we got done or her makeup was smeared, or she's broke, or she's always in some sort of debt, or she has other children, she had too many sexual partners, she was too good at it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that come into play after a man has had his experience with him. So if he runs away, that's because this became less valuable, and these things became more valuable to him. but most men can't get this done, right? They can't get these things uh they can't work through these things until he's had sex with her. That's the problem of men. We can't ignore these things. Now ladies, if you're marginally attractive and marginally good at sex, you're in trouble. You're going to get more men leaving you after they had you once or twice. They're going to they're not going to be there afterwards because say if you're a 7 on our scale, or a six after he busts, you're going to be a four. You're going to be a four. (laughs) And then now don't be bad in bed. If you, you better have been nasty as hell. Don't ask for excessive things. This is another thing that gets women. They will get with, they will give you their body and then they'll put their paw out like this. Meaning I want stuff from this now take me out to dinner i want to hang with you the weekend i want to move in i want you to have my baby let's get married let's where are we going on this one ladies that is not the time to leverage that you you can't you can't leverage that now because you've lost value as soon as you gave him your body your value's plummeted and if you push for that too early he's going to run squirrels going to run <laughs> Your best time to negotiate has left the building. The only thing that will save you is this over here. If you manage to get pregnant in the process, if you manage to be able to turn his ass into the government via the me too, if you manage to have seen him, you know, you can, you can clout chase or you can blast him on Twitter. I gave my man, my body to coach Greg Adams and he dissed me. All right. So I'm going to tell the world you, like the Usher and the herpes thing, right? That big old big woman came out. Oh, Usher gave me herpes. He had to be like, I'll pay you off. Shut up. That's the only way you can leverage that after the fact is if you have something on this guy. This is why women leverage you. This is why they don't mind talking about what you did to them and what situation they put themselves in. This is why they don't mind going into the trash cans, digging out condoms and impregnating themselves. This is why they don't mind. Okay, that's the only way they can get around this plummet in value. I'll tell everybody at my work that she has sex with me. Okay, I'll shut up, all right? So she has a leverage over you. That's the only ever. If she has no leverage over you, all she can do is sit around and wait by the phone. You're going to be off on your own, girl. You're going to be off on your own. How men work, how men work is that after he busts a nut, these things become way more valuable to him. Character, student loan debt. Say you were attractive and he busted. You were an eight, you're now a seven. He busted. He found out you're in $80,000 in student loan debt. He's going to run. He's going to be like, I'm out. Or say you were a 10, he busted up, you're an eight. He finds out you're a feminist. He's going to run. Mm. <laughs> He's going to be like, well, I don't like the fact that she's a feminist. Or she's not submissive. She's not feminine. She's masculine. We've been hearing this, right? She's not feminine. American women are feminine. They're not. Uh, so the femininity's not there, but she's attractive. Not very men are going to put up with that. Not very amount of men are going to put up with that. Or she lives with her parents or her daddy, whatever her daddy says goes. All right. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. False expectations. Unrealistic expectations. Well, now that I've had sex with you, you can not talk about uh bad about me. I remember in high school, some girl said that. All right. Um, hooked up with her. I was a senior, she was like a junior or sophomore or whatever, and she wasn't that attractive. <laughs> she was like, she was like a marginal five, six, whatever it is. And she was a girl like a you know, a, a tossaway. She opened herself up to me, like we talk about a lower value. woman will open yourself off to somebody that is a um, perceived as higher socially. So she she was like, oh, I'll sleep with you. She came over to my house one day. My mama wasn't there, banged her out after I was done. I'm putting on my clothes. She was like, oh, now that we have sex, you can't talk bad about me no more at school. And I was like. So then she tried to leverage. She tried to use that. She tried to use that against me. You see what I'm saying? This is how they do And So that the false expectations come in. Oh, now that we've done this, these are now my expectations. We should be getting married in six months. We should be getting married in six months. Or... You know, the girl that like the girl i talked about in high school, she was like, you can't talk bad about me because now if you do, I'm going to tell everybody at school we slept together. (laughs) Right. And she knows I don't want to do that. Oh, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody we slept together. So she knows that the minute you open your mouth about me bad, I'm going to tell everybody we slept together. You see what I mean? So these are the things that they leverage, right? These are the expectations. Oh. Um, I gave you my body. We should be getting married soon. False expectations. And so women have, they're leveraging something that they've already given away. You gave away all the leverage. The best thing you can do, in my opinion, which is, is you know, most women don't want to do this. The best thing you can do is leverage whatever you need before you give that man your body. And the Bible's been telling you this The society has been telling you this, et cetera, et cetera. You have very little to leverage when you've given that man your body. If you've given that man children, you got zero leverage. What what are you needed for now? Why do I need to marry you now? Why do I need to commit to you now? Why do I need to take care of you now? I got the absolute best from you. I get There's nothing for you to give at this point. No leverage. Same thing as if you literally went into your older ages and everybody keeps saying 35 is not old for a woman. Yes, it is. All right. Because now you're talking about difficulty getting pregnant. So, and then if she's already have a child, what leverage do you have? Why do I get with you? Explain. Yeah, I'm a good woman and I got, no, 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 no. You have to listen. You have to be more than a good woman. You can't just like, I'm a good woman. Okay. Well, how much debt are you in? Well, what does that matter? It matters. It's on the iceberg. Like what I can see is this. What you're trying to sell me is this. But after I bust a nut, I deal with this. After I marry you, I deal with this. I don't deal with this no more. It has less value to me. Only if I'm seen with you in public does it have value. This is what I'm affected by. So good woman is one thing. It's all of these other things that matter now. But people don't get it. And we're constantly going back and forth in these conversations. And then they always bring it back to the circle. Well, single mothers can be good women. We're not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing what kind of value do you have to me? And of these qualities, this is what I'm judging. Not that you're a good person or a good woman and you can be a good mate. After I've had sex with you, (laughs) all right, now are you marriageable? Do you make good decisions? Having another man's kid and excommunicating that father from the life is probably not a good decision for for you or that child, so that's going to come into question. Well, maybe he ran. Okay, maybe he ran. Okay, what else? If you have interracial relationship desires, ethnicity and culture will play a big part. That's just what it is. That's the gamble of dating interracially. Or dating economically differences. I'm rich, she's poor. She's rich, I'm poor. Those conversations are going to get very sticky. (laughs) You know, at some particular point, issues will arise from that conversation alone. From basic conversations. Wow, man, you kind of poor-minded. You have a different outlook on life we can't communicate so even if i'm black and she's black if we both if i come from middle class or upper class and she comes from the martin luther king session section of the community, there's going to be a prop there's going to be a things lost in translation the race doesn't matter the race doesn't matter just because we're black, we've experienced two different black lives. If she came from the South and I'm from the West Coast, because we're black, is not going to solve anything. It doesn't solve anything. It's actually going to create problems because she's going to think, I have the same experience that she had in the South. But I'm from the West Coast. We got two different experiences. Not only am I from the West Coast, I'm from the Valley in, in California. I'm not from Compton or South Central. I'm from the San Fernando Valley. I'm a Valley boy. That's sh- your life that you experienced in Birmingham, Alabama is not going to translate to a guy from the San Fernando Valley. We're we're two different black people. We're two different black people it, and it. Just because we share the same color doesn't mean we're compatible. We were going to have it's going to be like, what the hell? I come from this class. You come from this class. You've had this experiences. I've had this experiences. Boom. You get together. It's going to be like this. It's going to be a collision course. So this is why I keep telling you guys that um, the race, the color of skin is very in today's America. It means very little other than how it appears to everyone else. What matters is economy. It. What matters is class. That matters way more than anything else. And then culture. If you grew up in the Valley, I knew black dudes that listened to Def Leppard and Metallica because they went from elementary school in the Valley all the way up. I didn't get to the Valley till I was in high school. So I would look at these guys and be like, damn, why are they listening to Jimi Hendrix and all this shit? That's, how they, that's their culture. Doesn't matter what their skin color is. And then when you look at their group of people, they had Mexican people in their group. And they had white boys in their group and they had black boys in their group, but they were all culturally in sync. So then you take this black kid that be listening to Metallica and then say he has to date a black woman. Mm. Soon as he gets to that black woman, if she's not from that culture, they're not going to mesh. <laughs> it ain't going to mesh. There's no way it works. I guarantee you it's going to flop. He'd be better off with somebody in his culture. And in America, you can look any type of skin color and it don't matter how did you grow up, where did you grow up, who did you grow up around. That matters way more. What was the economic class of those people? That matters way more than the color of skin. And you can debate me on this. I would love for somebody to debate me on this. That matters way more. Just because we share the same meat soup, we're supposed to mesh. I don't think so. It, there's no way that that's that that that, that is going to be the overriding factor to make it work. No, that that's a way less quality matters way less. So anyway, and that the same thing could be applied to white people who grow up in the ghetto. <laughs> so if the if a white person grew up in the hood, he's going to have a different culture. He's going to have different circumstances. White person, white male or female, and then a black suburban guy comes in and be like, "Oh, that's a white girl. I'm gonna date her, but she grew up in the Bronx." You're gonna go, "Shit, that ain't the type of white girl I was." Is it is what it is, and she's gonna look that white girl's gonna look at him and say, "He ain't black." (laughs) Mm -hmm. What kind of black guy are you? You're Oreo. That person will say he's less black. That white person. Male or female will look at the black person that grew up in the middle class or better and say they ain't black. He a Oreo. He a simp. He's, he's weak. Because they used to dealing around. Again, color matters less. I would love to debate somebody on that one. I would love somebody to bring me on on that one. Because I've grown up in lower class areas, middle class and upper middle class areas. And I'm looking at America in its class. Class matters more than anything else. Uh, let's see here. Let's finish up on the Super Chats. Let's see here. Uh, where are we at? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Michael Neal says, what can I get for a stack? You can get duct ticked. <laughs> you can get, I can't play the clip every day. Just like every other week, I can play that clip. M.G., Dick, uh, MGDG. I'm sorry, Mr. DG says the sad part of is Mr. Bojangles had way more talent than these modern minstrel mumble rappers. There's something to be said about that. I mean, Mr. Bojangles was talented, but he was casted off as a, a, a Sambo. Uh, but then you look at these mumble rapper guys like, how do we classify these guys? And it's unfortunately because we look at the mumble rappers are real and real representation of hip hop because they can mimic hip hop. But I'll venture to say, other than the beats, most of these people ain't hip hop. These They are emo rappers staggering and stumbling their way through uh, talented producers and beats. Mm. And um, you put these rappers in the minstrel area, in the minstrel era, and it will be the exact same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, how is it different? Oh no, no, it ain't no. It's minstrel stuff. It's minstrel show stuff. It is what it is, but I listen to that ignorant ish, <laughs> right? That ignorant low vibration ish. I listen to it in the car because it bangs the speakers. But it is what it is. All right, um, Coach Junior says was at the bar last night. Coach laughing at all the Sex in the City in three hundred fours, who we all know are broke with their friends sharing food, acting rich and i'm telling you i know that that's what they do if they go together guys i want you to look at this go go to when you go to the clubs when you go to these restaurants and bars when you go to these things these girls expect men to this is why they're mad you don't approach anymore and buy drinks so they're expecting not to spend any money they don't have money to spend they don't have money to spend. And if they get caught off guard and bartenders, because bartenders even buy the women drink to keep them there so that when men show up, there's women there. Okay, so it's a trick. You've been deceived, gentlemen. And so if they get the order in food, they're going to share a platter. They're going to share a platter. They ain't going to buy all separate platters. They're going to get a side dish, and they're going to get one platter, three and four plates. Divide that issue up. Mm. Then when they go out with your ass, they order in their own platter. 50, 60, 70 bucks. They ain't sharing issue with you. Then if they can take the leftovers, they take the leftovers to their crib. But they ain't got no leftovers when they go out with their girl. How many times have you seen girls go out and leave the restaurant with leftovers? Nope. You ain't seen them leaving no leftovers because they done diced it up two, three, and four times. Anybody that has worked in a restaurant knows that's the truth. And the reason why is they don't have the money. And then when they don't, they they don't anticipate spending money like that on their own. This is why when they date you, they always want to try restaurants. I want to try this restaurant. Have you ever tried this restaurant? I've been wanting to try that lately. Meaning I've been wanting a man to take me to try that. If you wanted to try it, why you ain't try it? Go on out there and try the damn thing. (laughs) All right. Like what's stopping you ladies from trying restaurants that you want to try? What men have to understand is when they hear that I want to try that restaurant means I want you to take me to it and pay for me to try that restaurant. Most experiences that they've had, they've never paid for it.
0: I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that.
1: I used to have a a girlfriend that would uh, drop. She would city drop on me. You know how you name drop? Uh, Travel is one of those things where upper class people name drop. And this young girl would name drop. Oh, I've been to Paris. I've been backpacking to Europe. I've been to Italy. I've been to France. You've never been this part. You've never been here. You've never been there. I know damn well she didn't pay for none of them trips.
0: I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that.
1: I've been to Greece. I've been here. I've been there. I've been to Fiji. I've been to Australia. I've been to Spain. I've been to South America. I've been, I've been, I've been. I've been to Las Vegas. I've been to Miami. I've been to Dallas. I've been to Atlanta. I've been to New York. You ain't never been. How dare you? And if you're a 28 year old man, odds are you've never been to these places. Why? Because you've had to pay for yourself to go to these places. And if you're really young, you probably have to pay have paid for another woman to go with you to some of these places. This is why I have the free agent lifestyle to get you to go to these places without needing to take a woman with. Because it's going to be more affordable and you're going to get the experience and you're going to come back and you're going to tell women,
0: I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that.
1: Yeah. You're going to be able to say, oh, yep, I've been to the Dominican Republic. Yep, I've been to Cancun. Yep, I've been to Greece. Yep, I've been to Sweden. Yep, I've been to Iceland. Yep, I've been to Canada. Yep, I've been to 49 out of the 50 states. Yep, I've been to Fiji. Now, when I say that shit, guess what happens? Oh, he loves to travel. Maybe he'll take my ass and then she'll latch on to you. Next time you go on a trip, let me know. Guess what? She going to want to be, you're interesting to her now. All you got to do is out. So this girlfriend I had with, with City. Oh, I would sit, I've been here. I've been here. They don't go. They don't pay for themselves. Odds are they don't pay for themselves. Odds are. Sometimes they do. Most times they don't. Just say you travel. And you're going to get every woman of every race to be interested in you almost immediately. <laughs> I mean, it's literally almost, it is the, it is the one of the cheat codes to getting, being interesting as a man. Matter of fact, oh, oh, I post travel pictures. I posted travel pictures on dating apps and Instagram immediately women. Oh, you look like a guy that enjoys the finer things in life immediately. I've heard it over and over again from women. I have pictures of me in Hawaii and Maui I have pictures of me in Miami in the um, what hotel was that or the restaurant, the Versace hotel Versace uh, restaurant and pictures of me in uh, the Dominican Republic I have pictures of me in Canada in Whistler. You're going to get the white girls. You go out to the Canada and Whistler, the white girls. Oh, well, he's on the top of the mountain in Whistler, Canada. They're immediately going to be like, okay, this guy is mover. He's a mover. He travels. He enjoys the finer things. So this is what you have to know about women. You play against that. You play against those things and you get leverage immediately. Leverage immediately. If you got pictures in your bathroom with that yellow ass light background, looking like your ass got them yellow ass lights. You're not going to get a lot of women to like your pictures. Put travel pictures up, bing, immediately, bing, immediately. This is why I teach you about leverage. That's a leverage tactic. That's a leverage tactic. It will work with a lot of women. They will. It, it will at least get them to stop and look. Mm, he ain't that good looking, but his ass on a boat somewhere in the middle of there. Let me try to identify that. Hmm, where are you? I have a picture of me riding a horse on a beach. <laughs> I don't look good riding the horse on the beach, but everybody stops on that picture and goes, Where were you riding a horse on a beach? It's an instant grabber. Because they know in America, there's no place you can ride a horse on a beach. But if you're in the Dominican Republic, I'm riding a horse on a beach. And guess what? I want to do that. When are you going to the Dominican Republic again? (laughs) When are you doing that again? Do you travel often? Where are you going next? I want to go. Then I'm pushing their face into the pillow. (laughs) The next thing, yeah, the next thing I do, because I have a picture of me on a sailboat, but it doesn't look good. I I wish I could get a good picture of me on a sailboat. That's literally what you need to do next. Big ass boat, just a picture of you. And the picture I have is of me driving the boat but I have like these ear, it was cold out there. So I have these earmuffs and it was very windy and I had this big jacket on. So it doesn't look like, I don't look good in the picture, but it's me on this big sailboat driving the boat. A friend of mine invited me on a sailboat trip. So if that picture looked good and I put that picture up broads would be like, do you have a boat? <laughs> what were you doing on that boat immediately? And this is how this is Trent. this is uh yeah, jet skis. um, this is how you get it. like say you're not the top guy. This is how you get this is like digital game for you guys. If you got pictures in Jordans and shit, I mean, that ain't gonna go but f- very far. I'll tell you another funny story since we have time today. I'm at the gas station. I pull up in the nine eleven. I get out the car. There's this white woman there over the age of 40, I couldn't tell, but she was a Orange County, nuts and honey, blonde, the back, Kaylee. You know, she probably was really hot 25 years ago, but she was very good looking now. Let me just tell you, she was very good looking now. She had a big ass SUV and she's opening all her doors, but I noticed her noticing me. And I had on an, a pair of orange, uh, orange, white and black Jordan 1s. And I noticed her looking at my shoes because I was bending in my car. I noticed her looking at my shoes. And then she looked at me, and then I looked up, and she turned her head. So I'm pumping my gas, and she was like, hey, um, what kind of shoes are those? Okay, What kind of shoes are those? She had big old blonde hair. She looked good. And she had like a jumper, jumpsuit on with a belt. She looked good. High heels. And I was like, these are Jordan ones. And she was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, uh, whose wife are you? That's what I asked. And she was like, excuse me? And I was like, yeah, whose wife are you? And she said, uh, she was like, no, whose girlfriend am I? Or no, she said, uh, who's my girlfriend or something like that? And I was like, oh, you, you have a girlfriend? I have a girlfriend. Okay. I was like, that's cool. And she was like, my girlfriend's a sneakerhead. And she girlfriend lives in New York or some shit. I was like, yeah, you got some sort of, I was like, you got some kind of relationship there. And she was like, my girlfriend lives in New York and she's a sneakerhead. That's why I noticed her shoes. I also had a Porsche 911. She noticed a lot more than my shoes anyway. And she said, um, and I said, uh, I was like, that's interesting. I was like, well, you know, if your girlfriend's a sneakerhead, we can all share together. You know, I'm just throwing her some lazy bullshit. And um, and she was like, ha, ha, ha. She was like, no, no need for that. She's like, I tried that. This is when it gets interesting. She's like, I was married before and I've had seven children. Now I'm in the girls. This conversation is over. I was like, this is, I was like, have a nice day. That's great. Uh, Fantastic. Sound like you got your life together. I can guarantee you she broke as a mofo. This little ass white woman, she got 7 kids. I was like, "Oh, hell no. I'm out of here." I was like, no need for me to stick around for this conversation. Game over. <laughs> oh boy. My man, uh, shout out to Coach Junior for, for clearing that up. Me says, ever since I adopted the free agent lifestyle, my bank account has exploded. Pay attention to Coach Jets. He'll change your life. Changing your life, guys. One $50 day at a time. Okay? Instead of spending money on straggles and you ain't got no money, literally just do free agent lifestyle. And at some point, then you'll get to decide. Okay, do I want to date straggle daggles? At some point, you'll go... Straggle daggles are off the. That's off. Am I going to be a nasty boy? Then you can decide. Am I going to be the nasty boys and have money in my bank account? Right, and roll the dice. You can decide if you want to get into a relationship and have leverage, and you will have what you want closer to what you want than you did when you were broke. Okay, but you'll have more money. You'll have more experiences. You'll have more to show for it. Um, when you t- when you go on trips, take pictures, post that shit if you want to. If you if you want to. Post that shit on your dating apps, on your seeking arrangement apps, on your Instagram, on your Facebook. You, your value will immediately flip in the eyes of a lot of women, not all. There's some women, they don't qualify anyway. But immediately, your leverage will flip. And it is one of the most, It's it's an, it's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing. I have a picture I post. Of me, uh, it's actually the profile picture of the new CGA channel. I posted that picture on Instagram and people went nuts. I posted that on my Facebook. People like, what kind of car is that? Is that a Ferrari? It's this picture right here. Let me see if I'm sharing the screen. Oh, I don't want to share that. And immediately, you're getting put in a different echelon. Why can't I find it? Is it on this one? Oh, I know why I can't find it because it's sitting right here. I'll put it up here. And 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 then, and then immediately people go, oh, you got a sports car? <laughs> Where is it? Right here. This picture right here. Let's see if I can make it bigger. As a matter of fact, go to my CGA channel. I need some subs over there. So this picture right here, I'm standing up. It's a photo. Oh, here's another thing, guys. If you're short. Take all your pictures. This is a photography skill. Take all your pictures low to high. Come on, man. I'm giving y'all too much game because I'm sticking around. If you're short, take all of your photos low to high. Never high to low. Never standing where they can measure, measure you in the pictures. So this in this picture, it's a, it's a small car, and um, it's a photo taken low to high. I'm standing confidently. Confidence. I have my car out. You can't identify what kind of car it is, but you know it ain't a Nissan. It ain't, it's not a Nissan Ultima. And so immediately people are going, What? Well, well okay. He, he obviously has a nice car. I had even men texting me, contacting me, messaging me. What kind of car is that? Is that a Ferrari, Lamborghini? But I'm short, but I'm muscular. So I take all my pictures low to high. This is the same thing. This picture is taken low to high. I'm a photographer, so you guys know I'm a photographer. I have a photographer's eye. This picture is taken low to high. All my pictures are almost always taken low to high, except for this one. Can you see the difference? This picture is taken straight on. This picture is taken low to high. This picture is taken low to high. All right, all my photos that I take. This is why if you take a selfie with me, i always be like, and you're taller than me. Take that shit low to high, and I'm going to be standing four steps ahead of your ass, <laughs> all right? It's all tricks. Yeah, me people see me in person and say, damn, I thought you were bigger. Because I take all my photos low to high, low to high. If you're short, these are just tricks you can take. Low to high, low to high. All right? Never take them straight on. Where you're standing against the wall, and then they be like, okay, you can see he's this tall. All right. But that's an old photographer's trick. Uh, that you could use this is why models look tall, because the photographers crouching, taking a picture low to high of, of a tall model, immediately you're gonna look taller in the in the photo. Y'all owe me some money for these this game here. <laughs> All right, we're giving you. Black pill Mellon says, we don't have to marry anymore for sexual activity, and we won, coach. You're right. He says, so let men know now. Wait. Let men know how blessed we are right now. I thank goodness for feminism every day. It was a game changer. Not having to marry for sex has ruined women's leverage. And it has made men be able to sample test drive them without, without having to buy or purchase. And so if you're a woman that says, today, I'm going to hold out, and the guy is not really focused on marriage or focused intentionally, which most guys aren't, you're going to get pushed to the side. If the guy wants a marriage or a woman that's holding out, you'll do fine with him, but that's a small percentage of men. But if you're a woman that says, nope, take me out, I have a 90-day rule, I won't sleep, we can touch each other. We get." In our culture, we can find another woman that's going to sleep with us tomorrow. So not all not all women hold to that standard anymore. Now if all women said all women are on the 90-day rule immediately, immediately all men would have to level up and they would have to try to get marriage first. But we know <clears throat> there's another woman's going to sleep with me. So good luck, ma'am. I'm over here. Mm. Brown 310 in the building. Thank you, sir. Tom Somalia, Somalia. (laughs) He said, you had me dying last night. I may not be your daddy, but let's turn a negative into a positive. Nasty boy nation, stand up. All right. Today, my name is Will. All right. For sure, man. I was thinking about that clip yesterday. I was like, all right. Sometimes I go overboard, but sometimes I'm just too truthful. I'm just too truthful.
0: I got money. That's exactly. We can
1: turn this negative into a positive. Mr. DG says uh, the YouTube channel just sitting on a rock has the Mr. Bojangles short clip. All right, check it out if you want to find that. Shout out to Will Chan. Where you at, brother? All right. Modern Pantry says weaponizing peace leave. Yes, they they do weaponize peace leave or they use it as leverage, right? And one of a sign of a non-savvy woman who is a woman who becomes a wife and leverages peace leave. That's going to ruin your marriage, okay? Because they've been trained to leverage peace leave so much that she cannot unleverage it by being a better woman, right? By being a good wife. That's how you then leverage your advantage in a marriage. You become a good wife. But what the woman does in a marriage is still play peace leave game, coochie game. All right? And you're married. You literally have committed to her as a sole sexual partner, and you've committed to her for life. You've committed to her your resources, and she still plays coochie games on you. She's going to fail at a wife.
0: And if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing.
1: Okay, so she's going to fail at being, not that woman's not going to fail at being a wife. The woman that asked the question will fail at being a wife because she doesn't realize it. The woman that's being interviewed, she realizes it. She knows, okay, if my man has options, I can't play no games. But this woman right here in this clip she doesn't know she's continuing to play coochie games and the man has options, all right? And she's gonna lose that man.
0: Are you serious? I, I I had
1: a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. So that, that type of woman's gonna lose her husband in no time flat because at some point he's gonna figure out what the hell am I here for? And if he doesn't figure it out, then he'll be this guy. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game Uh, that he made, which is okay with me because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Now, that woman realizes she can no longer leverage sex. So she realizes it and she realizes how good she got it because he doesn't realize it. She's like, he could be out here doing this. He could be out here with young broads looking better than me, but he's so stupid, he don't realize it. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. (laughs) And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Yeah, she she knows the leverage is gone, all right, but he don't know it. Right, so he keeps, she keep giving, she keep blowing up like a busted Pillsbury biscuit can, like the Goodyear blimp, offering him this piece of leave. She knows she got to give it to him. I'll give it to him. You done playing the ring game? Come, come take me. All right, and then she lies on her back or on her knees and hands. All right, I think that she can only do knees and hands though at this particular point. And then he gets what he wants, and she goes about her business. She takes the five-stroke special. She was like, you good? You good? Okay, yeah. All right, I'm going shopping. All right, because she don't want to ruin what she has. And she's trying to say, Leave my man alone. Don't ruin this. My man uh Darren says, You are right, coach. Culture and class are the main things. Same applies in Europe and certain parts of Africa. This is why, guys, that play that your black queen stuff, and you date white girls, you date Latina girls in America. That is mattering less and less. There are people that can cross class now. They there are people that can make make their own culture. Skin color is only it doesn't go skin deep anymore. Like what what what? And, and you know we we're talking about what is the communita? What is the cultural music of the communita? What is it? I'll wait. Like most cultures have a cultural music, and the communita. What is it like you could say? Latinas, Latin people have reggaeton, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, etc. They have reggaeton. Uh, you know, Europeans have whatever they come from, Irish dancing. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, damn, I'm trying to think of what it's called, uh, but I can't even think of it. He said marbles, yeah. Uh, Haitians have comba reggaeton, classic. America has a certain cultural music and in the in the community, there's really no cultural music. Most people will say hip hop, which would be sad. Right. (laughs) It would be sad that you would say uh, you're not black unless you listen to hip hop. That's a culture of black people, but then most people will say you got to be if you're under 40 and you don't listen to hip hop, they think you're crazy. R&B music. So Michael Jordan didn't listen to any hip hop. Michael Jordan despised hip hop. He thought hip hop was despicable. But we used Jordan and hip hop in the same culture. We kind of merged them together. But he didn't listen to hip hop. If you watch his movie, watch that movie documentary, um the documentary called uh what was the documentary called? See, I'm bad with st- names. The documentary, that wonderful documentary that came out during the, the the COVID. Anyway, he's he's listening to his headphones. He's in the back. Last Dance. Yeah, he's listening to Last Dance. He, I mean, the, he's watching the the, the documentary called Last Dance. He's he's doing this. Now, most people will think Michael Jordan was listening to hip hop. They ask him who he was listening to. What did he say? You thought he would say Public Enemy because all through the All through the documentary, they're playing Public Enemy. They're playing all the music of the 90s. Who did he say he was listening to? Um, And I'm going to try to look up the name right here. Oh, yes. This is who he said he was listening to. He said he was listening to Will Downing. I think he said Will Downing. And he was bopping. This is who he was listening to. Will Downing. Not very hip-hop it is mostly a jazz oriented very much a soulful singing he was listening to will downing and i immediately said <laughs> i immediately said that's the representation of jordan that no most people don't know he wasn't into hip hop like that he wasn't into hip hop his he grew up in north carolina he was born in brooklyn new york but he grew up in north carolina in an era before hip hop, it was like it never was a thing to him. He was listening to Will Downing, if I'm not mistaken. That's who he said. Or was it Killing Kenny Lattimore? He might have said Kenny Lattimore. Oh, somebody says, Coach, it was Kenny Lattimore. So maybe it was killer Kenny Lattimore. All right. But if you know Kenny Lattimore, he ain't hip hop, he's anything but hip hop. Somebody said it was Kenny. It was either Wynn Dallin or Kenny Lattimore. Yeah, I think it was Kenny Lattimore. You guys are right. I can hear him saying it now. Kenny Lattimore. It was Kenny Lattimore. That is anything but hip hop. And he was like, he was. (laughs) Somebody said that's a black thing too. uh, That's a black thing too. It is. But I asked the question, what is the cultural music of black people? What is it? Most people ignorantly will say hip hop. Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not hip-hop. If you don't listen to hip-hop, people will look at you funny. If I got on a bus doing bop of my head, I'm listening to jazz, Kenny Lattimore, I'm going to the Playboy Jazz Festival. I'm going to the North Carolina Jazz Festival. People will be like, huh? <laughs> You don't listen to hip-hop? No, I don't listen to hip-hop. They would immediately put your ass over here. What type of black man are you? Because people are that ignorant. When in reality, all the music that we listen to today comes from music that black people originated back 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years ago, 150, 200, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, going back, but again, if you listen to Metallica, they're going to go, what type of black person are you? You don't listen to hip-hop? No. They'll immediately put you in a different person. But that is emblematic or emblematic of class, not race. That is a class issue. My parents didn't let me listen to hip-hop. We came from a class of people where we couldn't bump that in our house. So why listen to Kenny Lattimore? Are you less than black, right? But people will be... White people will call you an Oreo, a sellout, if you don't listen to hip-hop. That's how ignorant we are as a society. And if I date a woman that I'm listening to Kenny Lattimore in my car, and she wants to listen to uh, Gunna and Young Thug, what's going to happen? She's going to go, you don't listen to Gunna and Young Thug? She's going to immediately go, you're that type of black man. That's class. That's not race. And she comes from a class of ignorance or a class of people that believes black people listen to hip hop. It is what it is. We can debate this. I would love to debate this. I actually did that before because I like 80s music. And one day uh, in my playlist, Key Sweat came up. And it was uh make it last. And I was bumping it. But the girl was like 28 years old. Some women will pick up on that and they'll go, oh, I like I remember this song. Or I played this, it came up on my oldie station. They might say that. She was just sitting there. And so I flipped the song to Hot by Young Thug and Gunner, And she immediately said, oh, now we talking. And she started. Just like that. So I tested her temperature. I was like, she ain't really vibing to this 80s, 90s music. Then I put on that ghetto-ish. That ignorant ish is she immediately got the twerking in the in her seat. <laughs> so it is what it is, right? Uh, Darren says, you're right. I got that. Uh, Nate bit says coach boondocks. He says, guess hoes coming to dinner. Guess hoes coming to dinner about halfway through the episode. Riley was fooling. Hashtag don't feed her. Guess hoes coming to dinner. Wow. The boondocks was real. Mitch. PNW shout out to you, thank you, sir. Somebody also says there's a different class of hip hop. You put it in all caps, that's why I got deleted, but that's true too. There's definitely a different class of hip hop. Uh, Zatachi 001 paying a little tuition to you, coach. I read the title of the video now and said, What in the jolly weird? Uh, where's the meteor or the Metroid? He says, Is it due in 2012? It was due in 2012. It didn't come, and as a result, we're here. And growth says, ever since I stopped paying for women trying to court them, I went from $2K to $500K in my bank account over a two-year period, over the course of two years. Guys, stacking money for men is so easy. So easy. Uh, It don't take much time at all. Younger retired, no cap. Only food I give to XXs is my $0 footlong. I hope it's a $5 foot long, $0 foot long. Blue bag and says, first seeking, now the travel picks. Take it easy. You're giving them all the good stuff. And, guys, another secret is you don't have to travel out of the country to look like you're going somewhere. If you're in southern Louisiana, go to northern Louisiana. If you're in southern California, go just about anywhere on the Pacific coast, from Santa Barbara to San Diego. Stop 10 places. Take the picture. You've been to 10 places. You can start in Santa Barbara go all the way down to Ventura somewhere in Oxnard or Ventura the beach then you go all the way down stop somewhere in Thousand Oaks and then go all the way down stop somewhere in Santa Malibu then go down stop at Santa Monica go to the pier then go all the way down stop at Honey uh, Hermosa Beach or um or um, El Segundo or Redondo then go down Stop at Manhattan Beach, then go down, stop at Huntington, go down, stop at Newport, then go to La- uh, Laguna, then go to Dana Point, San Clemente. You've traveled the damn world by the time you got done taking pictures. <laughs> right? Amos Brown, shout out to you. All right. John Ellison says, and I skipped you, he says women want experience to show to other guys setting the bar for better experiences. 100%. That's why they take pinter- pictures of them at dinner. Living in a luxury lifestyle. It's just a picture of their asses. So they get posted on social media. Look like they've been to places. All right, shout out to Amos Brown. He says, you're on point. Coach, class matters. <laughs> Mark Robert says, Michael Jordan also listens to Anita Baker. Yep. And he says, also, if you're black and don't call each other the N-word, you're also considered not black in the community. Again, so that goes to class. And there's different classes of black people. This is why I don't think All black people are the same. Like all white people don't. Like if a white person get choked out by the police, most white people will say, that white person did something stupid. (laughs) They never come to that class of white person and be like, protect all white people. That white person says, they probably were on crank. They probably on drugs or meth. They're trailer park trash. He got what he deserves, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if a black person gets choked out, all black people supposed to run and say, no, don't do that to him. Cause he black, I'm supposed to feel bad. And then I say, he probably did something stupid. What? It doesn't matter what he did. See? It matters when you come from this class and that's a low-class person. Because it matters to most low-class people. You don't know, hear Asian people talk about how Asian people getting choked out. They literally say, well, he got effed up because he opened his mouth. <laughs> so I look at it from a class perspective. This low-class individual Invited the police into his life because he was doing low-class activity and he got choked out. I don't care what his race is. I don't care. It's, it's irrelevant to me because he was doing something stupid. And he probably has a history of doing something stupid. This is why other races of people say, what was his criminal record? <laughs> and if you are in an area where your criminal record is going to rise, that's your fault. That's your choice. Get out of that area. The police are always around us harassing us. Move out. I don't have to move. I deserve to be here. Get choked out then. That's how I, that's how I draw the line because I come from a class of those type of people. Sono Jono says, just found out old soul Latina coach. Wait, just found it. You and old soul Latina from Santa Ana. They love the 80s music since they grew up with it. She better be slim and foldable. Because mm. I know Santa Ana. We got to get out of here cuz my dog's got to take a piss. All <laughs> right. Uh Joe Joseph Norris says, "We are good. What what are good socializing things to do for a 54-year-old that just wants to have fun? I just more reason to put myself out there locally, look for concerts in the park, uh look for like I like like if, the things that I do" like I kind of just drive up, you know what I mean? Like I just drive up places and go visit places, go to like uh, open fair street markets, you know what I mean? Where they selling stuff like we have the main street in Huntington Beach, main street in Huntington Beach we have here. So basically it's a, it's a four block section where you walk up and down. It could be in the summer it's popping. They have live music, the bars, you can bar hop going up and down. So then you, if you're by yourself, you can have a fun time and people watch and chill out and eat a churro, have a drink and watch people like, you know what I mean? You just kind of just chilling. Go go to a car club, motorcycle club, go to a fair if you want to. You're going to see a lot of fat people there, but go to a fair. Um, it is what it is. I think those are good things to do with people like that, where it's low key, it's mellow. It's not all this pickup stuff. Um. I've done that and went with people and you know, people just talk to you. You just vibing. You just find vibing, vibing. Uh, Rudolph A, I spent Christmas and New Year's between the Noya and Houston. Took pictures all over the fun places like restaurants, clubs, and museums. Now I got chicks on IG and Snap asking me, when am I taking them? That is an instant. When am I taking them? You put travel pictures up. People are gonna say, Oh, I want to go with you next time, meaning I want you to pay for me to go. All right, but you're getting them the at least if you want interest you ain't got to go very far to make the damn pictures, take the pictures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just stop and take some damn pictures. All right. And but if you don't want to do any of this and you just want to be monk mode, do that too. It doesn't matter. I mean, I don't care. I'm just giving you guys little things to do and little hints to drop um to make people Uh, uh, see the leverage you have on them. Guys, women know how much airline tickets cost. They know how much hotels cost. They know how much food costs. And so if they are seeing you, oh, I went to Maui during the pandemic, they're going to be like, oh, you went to Maui? That's five grand. That's four grand. That's three grand. If you have three grand of disposable income to drop to go to Maui by yourself, who did you go with? I went by myself. Interesting. Maybe you can take me and uh. If you need somebody to go, I'm available. Then you pipe their ass down for about a couple of months until you don't take their ass to the Maui. <laughs> Purple Haze, scene story on MJ and the wife and how he has his prenup set. Maybe you can break down that situation. Is he living the hope strategy or knows what probably will happen in the long run and doesn't mind because of his wealth and age. Uh, There's a story, I'm, maybe we can do that another show and break it down specifically but this is what i'll call him affording divorce he can afford the divorce and so a, a lot of guys though he didn't go in it with love he literally gave her guidelines to continue the marriage and there's a reward system by staying in the marriage and so it, if he can afford that then i always tell you if you can afford a marriage and divorce go for it it's the men that can afford divorce It's the men that can't afford marriages that get hurt. And he can afford under the guidelines that he's presented. He can afford the divorce. It will mean very little him. It's the same thing as men who buy women. I got money to a broke man spending a couple of hundred dollars on a girl is mind boggling. You're like, oh, hell no. It's low class to them. People, it's tricking to them to broke men that that is that that cannot perceive, like they don't have enough to buy gas, uh, gas this month. So they can't see paying for a woman like that. But to wealthy men, it's a drop in the bucket to where it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I pay for a girl. You see what I mean? It's all a, fi- it's a class mindset. It's a money mindset. And it often stems from economics. In Michael Jordan's case, economically, he can afford to put stipulations in And know that this is in love base. And he put a reward system in. In which he only gets penalized the longer she stays. Which means she has to stay and toe the line. And then if it doesn't work. He loses 10 million bucks. Which is a drop in the bucket for him. If that's what he wanted to do. That's what he wanted to do. I mean he can afford it. Would I do it? I wouldn't do it. Nope. Because I wouldn't be able to afford that. But he's able to get this type of woman, and um, he probably has a an arrangement with him where she doesn't mind him having affairs, right? He's kind of getting the best of mo- most world. <laughs> he's trying. To, she's she's kind of get. He and she is getting the best of both worlds. So as you look at this picture, he he looks like this is her child, his child. Like look at him. They look, they don't look like romantic partners. And Jordan doesn't seem very romantic, just to be tell, just to tell you. We don't know this. I'm just assuming. Okay. This is just a prop. This is the <laughs> this is a prop for him. And for her, she gets to have all the fabulous dreams and fabulous lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's a best of both worlds. You know what I mean? She's a prop. You know, every now and then he'll bend her over. You know what I mean? Thank you, honey. And thank you, sweetie. He'll spend 10 minutes talking to her per day. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys can't see it. I apologize. Um, Let's go back. Let's go back. I apologize for that. So going back to the top here, uh, I was saying basically they don't look very loving. She looks like a prop, right? Oh, we're in love. Look at him. We're in love type of thing. I know pictures, you know, are pictures here. You know, she's a prop. He'll talk for her 10 minutes a day. How are you? you doing well. You got all the things you want in life. How are the kids? You've been taking care of the kids. I'll tell you a couple of jokes. You'll laugh at my corny jokes. You know what I mean? And she'll play it up. It's the best of both worlds for her. She probably was. I don't know what she was doing in the previous life. Um, You know. For the most part, he drags her around. He tells her what to do. No, you ain't going on this trip with me. Like, if you can afford that, it's a, it's a, it's a lane. It's a lane, but he's not romantic with her. You know what I mean? If he's romantic with her is sparingly. It's, you know what I mean? Hi, honey. Hi, doll. You're doing all right. All right. But he's more focused on his world. You know what I mean? She's a part of that world, a small part. He does his business. He flies around. He plays golf for probably 10 hours a day, maybe more. He does a couple of business deals one hour a week. He probably bangs some holes on the side that have non-disclosure agreements. This is wife, this is Scotty Pippen. You know what I mean? Look how he in on her. They, you know, it is what it is. Like, look, in, in this world, you can have any relationship you want if you can afford it if you can afford it have any relationship you want it is the men who can't afford it that try to have these romantic relationships and they can't afford the divorce and they go in feet first and then they get divorced and then you end up here because you loved her and then she said i'm not happy all right so anyway (laughs) uh let's see Oh, I gotta finish this up. Wellsy Drummond says 31, single, no kids. Everyone from the community becoming parents and married. The shaming tactics is real. He says, I get where your girl's at when you settle down. And are you gay? Um, and he says, I'm more about stress free life. And I, I agree for you. Your boy Scoot says, T G I F stop make he says, stop making this look easy, coach. You're embarrassing people. Shout out to the coach gang. Somebody says, yes, mo- money talks, money talks, lifestyle talks. This is why the free agent, I say free agent lifestyle. And then in the book, I say, you're going to do this and elevate your status and get leverage. And then it'll make it much easier to pick and choose and all of that stuff. Carlos uh, Juarez says, coach, you mentioned some girls play with crystals and want to play with witchcraft. Please look into this. Hispanics wear a brace called mal de Oyo. Ojo. Sorry for my Spanish there. Sorry for my Spanish. Uh, but yeah, uh yeah. Uh very common. Witchcraft is very common with young women and women today. Yes. Nick Judah says, thank you for being consistent source source of strength coach here at the gym getting ready for appointments this afternoon. My goal is to one day be able to send 1k dollar super chat to you. Hello. Shout out to you. That would be great, man. But we're all here to make everybody better. All right, and present all options for you before you make a bad decision based on romance and you're doing what this dude Machine Gun Kelly is doing with Megan Fox it's going to end in disaster anyway man let's see what Frank's talking about we'll be back this afternoon with the call in show and we out of here here comes the bankroll here it comes, the world.
0: World. Here comes. The would make it all happen right there that's, that's make it happen this will make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how he meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What, who? You to don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs